episode 381 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you as always, I am Glenn, along with a bit of an under-the-weather Josh Langford. It's a moth. Oh, no. Is that what everybody it's was saying? It's a green moth. No, that's, we found it. Oh, you did? You found it's, it? It's an actual badass moth. Really? Very badass moth. Yeah, that picture came out really good, by the way, when you zoomed in on it. It still looks like oh, something well. from Galaga for me, but... It it looks much the original looks much better. That one's all kind of stripped down to make the banner. Yeah, but uh, the original you should see it. It's crazy. <laughs> no, no, I shouldn't see it. I shouldn't <laughs> see it at all. It is pretty freaky. It's nightmare inducing. <laughs> I just I can't believe that I've never seen that, and it's it's got that badass like green camouflage on it, and it's a moth. It's a moth. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. For those that might be new, this might be their first podcast. Last week we were talking about a uh, an insect carcass that Josh saw at Hershey Park last week, and that was actually the picture in our banner last week. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, go look up episode 380 and, and find the banner on our website at psnation.com. It is called the Pandora Sphinx. Ooh. Sphinx. Sphinx. <laughs> That's from uh, Venture Brothers. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the secret agency that's uh, living in a an, in an uh, sort of abandoned uh, building on the venture compound, and he doesn't even know they're there. Yeah. for like half the that's the best part. Half the show. <laughs> it's so awesome. I wish they put more freaking seasons on Netflix. Damn it! They've got yeah. one and two now, but. Well, I've got them all on Blu-ray. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That doesn't help me. You're kind of far away. You're a 16-hour yeah. drive away. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. That little that little thing. That little nugget. But i got to make that drive in October, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this week, new releases, some news items, what we're playing and watching. Uh, we'll talk about something that we kind of mentioned last week. Uh, this is going to get crazy. My review of Oddworld New and Tasty for the PS4. We'll talk about some more PayPal's and uh, some emails if Josh remembers to do that at the break. And we'll get the hell out of here. So, new releases, yo. There's a big one next week. New, new release. New release. <laughs> well, there's some stuff coming to PSN, I'm sure. But we never have that info. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's The Last of Us Remastered. Boom. For the PlayStation 4. Did you see that they actually have uh, um, an option in there to knock it down to 30 frames? Yes. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of ingenious. be interesting to see yeah, the difference. Well, I, I think what they were saying is that for some people, some people in the office when they were testing it, at 60 frames per second, it was too much for them. Mm. Like they needed to knock it down. Yeah. So they put it there as an option. That's really cool. I, I'm I'm not sure why you would need to knock it down. Maybe your eyeballs are melting. Um, well, <laughs> it, it, I think it's that same, or it's just uh, too smooth and too yeah. like nausea-inducing. Well, but I think it's that same uh, uh, effect that when people were going to see The Hobbit in that weird format where he was running at 48 frames instead of 24, and mm. everybody was freaking out about how it looked, and they it was just like it's too smooth. <laughs> it's well yeah. i mean it's jarring because you're used to for you know for film and everything 24 frames a second 
And I think it's it's just, you know, over the years you get so used to that, you see something new, you don't know how to handle it. Yeah. It's kind of like the alley-oop in uh, Semi-Pro. Everybody just kind of shakes their oh. head in awe. <laughs> what did I just it's, see? It, it's like that new black. Have you seen that? Oh, the this, one that can't be seen new... or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So black it oh. can't be seen. I was staring at a picture of it. It's freaky. <laughs> it really is. Because they laid it, they, this, they, it's these carbon nanotubes that are so, they're thinner than a human hair. Right. And they're all packed together and they're packed so tightly together that when light reflects off something, it gets in between all the little, you know, all the little molecules down there and it bounces around and that's how you get the reflection and everything. Right. But there's, it can't bounce. There's nowhere for it to bounce. So it just kind of gets swallowed up by this. <laughs> uh, so they have this thing, just a piece of it laying on top of crinkled up aluminum foil and you look at it and you're like, yeah, whatever. And then you really look at it and you're like, Oh my God. Oh my gosh. It's just like this it's nothing. It's just this absence of everything. It's like a miniature black hole in the middle hole. of this. It's incredible. Yeah. It's it's so crazy to look at. <laughs> I can't imagine what it looks like in real life, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, I, really I saw cool, some though. of the stuff on it, but I didn't really like look at it too closely because I was kind of busy when I was looking at it. Yeah, it is the blackest black ever created. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the criterion for uh, uh, um, oh god I can't think of it right now for um, what's the mockumentary about the rock band oh my god Glenn with what? Stonehenge and oh god why do I keep thinking Steely Dan damn it um, you know with the, the mighty wind people and it's the, the band the, that always loses their drummer Fuck, Rob Reiner. My brain is blanked. mine too. I, I know what you're talking about. Is, I know what you're talking God about. Damn Everybody's it! Screaming, but you've blanked out my uh, mind. It has uh, Lenny in it. Yeah, and Mr. Burns. I can't believe I can't think of this. It's one of my favorite movies too. Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Yeah. Shark Sandwich. More like shit sandwich. <laughs> Smell the glove. Anyway. But if you get the criterion for it uh, and you run the commentary, the opening screen is just totally black. And they're like, ooh, black. Ooh, that's blacker than black. It's really black. Could it be any blacker? <laughs> so that's exactly can right. can now. What's that? It can now. It can now, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Blacker than what you can get on Blu-ray, apparently. It's crazy. So, wow, this is going to be fan- fantastic if I can't remember Spinal Tap. Oh God! And then I couldn't remember it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be a really long week for me. I'm basically changing out the entire network at my new job because none of the switches uh, work work together with each other, and yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I'm just I'm having a really bad week, and it's only Monday. But uh, what is good is the fact that uh, we found out because of the beta, uh, it looks like the developers actually listen to people. For Battlefield Hardline and the beta that was out for a little while. So they've released an entire uh, list or a pretty big list of changes that are going to happen in the game because of feedback from the beta. Uh, so they're going to do things like reduce fre- the frequency of explosives, uh, rebalancing and renaming the mechanic class, revisiting the in-game HUD, uh, the customized screen, um, rounds are going to last longer, improving the audio situational awareness. In other words, you can hear people around you. 
uh, improving the interrogations, all kinds of really cool stuff. So the full list is over at uh, psnation.com. Uh, MJC got that up. It, it's pretty cool that they're actually listing, and, and let's just hope, and I know this sounds pretty stereotypical, but let's just hope that the game actually works when it comes out, unlike Battlefield 4. I think that's everybody's biggest concern right now, is that it actually works. I mean, you can hope. You can say, well, you know, they got Battlefield 4 working now. They can just use all that knowledge to get this working. But I don't have any faith anymore. Well. (laughs) I like the beta. I just don't think I'm going to play it all the time like I would Battlefield 4. I think it'll be a fun diversion. But I just don't see myself playing this for, you know, hours on end like I do BF4 still. Uh, so we'll see what happens, though. I mean, it really depends on the different modes, that sort of thing, and if they can differentiate themselves enough from Payday uh, to make it worth it. Which Payday 2, they're finally making some, some changes to as well, which is good. Mm-hmm. I just got to find some people to play that game with. As Stoffinator tweets me, You fucker, I said I'd play Payday 2 with you anytime. <laughs> the problem with PS3, and uh, Stoff and I had this again, when we were trying to play the Destiny beta, because I got a hold of the Destiny beta on PS4 and PS3, so I could do some comparisons. And again, we couldn't find each other on PS3, because our friends list were so screwed up. So then I actually started sending him friend requests, even though we're already friends on PS4 and Vita. I would send him friend requests, and he wouldn't see them, but they would go through it. It didn't say, like, you're already friends. What are you doing, you idiot? And then the next day, he said I started showing up on his friends list again, on his friends uh, on the PS3. So I don't know what the uh, F is happening. I don't know. They That thing's all screwed up. Oh, it is. It's totally screwed up. If, it really is. If you want to play on PS3 and you have a PS4 and you have more than 100 friends, you're pretty much boned. Yeah, so. it just seems to pick people at random. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's picking Every the people. Time. I think it's picking some people that don't have a PS4 yet, which on my list isn't very many people. But, I, yeah, it, it is. It, it just seems completely and totally random. Yeah. So, but, yeah, now we can see each other, so maybe we'll play some Payday. It's a highly underplayed game. Yeah. 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 All right, I actually put these in order so you and I would get the stuff that we would talk about. I saw that. Huh? How about that? Actually, a little little forethought for a change? Thinking ahead. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the sales numbers are in for June. Mm-hmm. And the NPD says the PlayStation 4 was number one in sales again wow. for the sixth consecutive month. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything in here about what Xbox said? I don't think we do. No. They said that they doubled the previous month's sales, <laughs> which... As we all know, the previous month was May, and in May, everybody knew that the new one was coming in June, so I'm sure their sales took a nosedive. Yeah, so they're basically saying they doubled zero sales. Well, I'm sure they had more than well, zero. Well, but you know what I mean. Still, it, it, there's, yeah. there's no way that the sales numbers in May were very good, and they never even revealed what the May numbers were. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, Can you tell me that June was the best you've had since the Xbox One launched? <laughs> Well, I'd say no. They didn't say that. Yeah. They just said that they doubled the previous month, and the previous month's numbers are suspect because 
It was the month yeah. before the new one was coming. The new hundred dollar less version was coming. That, that just so. brings to mind Dennis Miller. One of Dennis Miller's little quips. He always said, "Well, but two of shit is still shit." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's good to see some strong sales for for PlayStation, obviously, because uh, you know, right now is kind of that lull anyway. So around E3 times, so uh, it's good to see that yeah. they're still pretty strong. But that's everybody was saying. Well, now that now that they're the same price, just watch the gloves come off. Yeah. There's all going to be well, you know, the PS4 was still first. Yeah. Um, it's over the next couple of months and into the holiday season. It's that's where we need to see where things go. If it starts to shift, or if PlayStation Four keeps the lead and just keeps going all the way through, it's. I guess it's going to come down to really what's coming out every month. Yeah. Um, when the Master Chief Collection hits, I'd expect the Xbox One to get a bump. Oh, I think it's going to sell huge in that in that month. There's no I way that that's not going to sell. I hope so. But you know, we'll see because that comes with the uh, with the beta for the next one, right? Right. Or at least a key for the beta for the next one. So yeah, I would expect, I would hope, um, we'll see. You know, I, I personally think that 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 Master Chief Collection is going to sell huge, and it's going to sell Xbox Ones. It is. Yeah. Even though it's remakes and everything else, I think it's a fantastic package for fans of the series. Even though it doesn't have every game in it, which is kind of funny. Um, but they actually it's got said all the but, Master Chief games. Well, that's the thing, though. Yeah, they said it's Master Chief games, not Halo games. So yeah, uh, no, I, 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 I do. I think it's going to sell really, really well, and I, I think it's going to sell systems. And what we have to see is if they can keep that up after that comes out, because you could see this huge peak. I think it comes out in September. If I remember right, it's September, October, isn't it? Something like that. I think. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I, we could see this huge peak and then it go right back down. And that's the whole thing is, can they sustain after they get that out? Yeah. So I'm interested to see it. And we'll be talking about the Expo a lot more later. Just what everybody wants. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we were the Wii U podcast <laughs> for how many weeks? That's true. <laughs> uh, so along with that, uh, they were leading to... The PS4 had two of the top three titles uh, for next generation, well, current generation software sales. Yeah. Um, it was number one combined in home console hardware sales, which was PS3 and PS4. Uh, so you add up Xbox One and Xbox 360, Wii, Wii U, uh, which are the same thing with just one's got an add-on, right? <laughs> Right, um, that's how it works. As is my understanding. That, that's how I. That's I saw that at the conference, so that's what I believe as well. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> PS4, PS3 were had better sales than everybody else combined. Wow. Um, and the Watchdogs, UFC, FIFA 14 were all top sellers on PS4. Yeah. Over Xbox One. So. And I don't know if you noticed, but FIFA 15, they're already pushing on Xbox One first. And they're going to have different covers for each system, but the Xbox One is the one that they showed first. Yeah. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to see, like, I, th- I think it's really interesting that they're pushing the game on that system when that system is, is it even out in Europe yet? Did they finally bring it out over there? Yeah. Did they? Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's not popular in but, Europe, so it's really interesting that they're doing that. Well... This is their big push. I mean, they know how big FIFA is, and 
they also sponsor the Seattle Sounders. So, yeah, and yeah. that's one of the reasons we're getting different covers because, um, uh, who is it? Landon Donovan. Yeah. Is that right? Uh, he's going to be on the cover. And he was just talking to Rubenstein today on, on the website too. Yeah. And he's got, he's, he plays for Seattle. So yep. he's going to have his Xbox shirt on, on the Xbox one oh, cover. And they're putting him in the Team USA shirt for the PS4 cover. Right. Which is fine. So, yeah. So, and that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, this is, you know, this is one of those strategic things where Microsoft entered into an alliance with EA, said, look, we want this. We want to push this. Here's some money, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we'll sponsor the team. Well, this is what happens. Um, but they, they've been sponsoring that team uh, for a long time, actually. Oh, have they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. Because I think it was – was it Balmer? One of those guys is, like, huge into it. And he oh, might have owned okay. a piece of it, actually. Him or Paul Allen, one of the two. One of them. Yeah, somebody does. Um, so that was, like, a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they pushed to get that on the cover. They were like, look, we want this on the cover because, you know, that's just going to make all the Xbox fanboys wet their pants. Like, ooh, look, and he's got the Xbox shirt. <laughs> and it's going to be available I, but, for your avatar. But I don't and, know if that's going to be enough. Well, no, I'm not saying that's going to sell consoles here in the U.S., but it's, you know, FIFA's huge around the world. Sure. So it's it's one more little push to try to get people to buy them you know now the price is the same and look we have fifa yeah first yeah and there are people who you know maybe on the fence and go fuck i need to play fifa and get it hmm. you never know like uh, all things being equal fuck it i'm i'm going for that yeah so hmm. I, I don't know i mean i don't think they put a ton of money into it but i'm sure it's just a calculated uh, marketing thing to say, well, let's put some oh, sure, out there, sure. see how we can do it, and see what we get. Sure, you know, that no, makes sense. Smart. Yeah, it, well, I, I think but, it is too. But I, I'm just, I'm wondering if football slash soccer is the way to go. But eh, whatever, maybe they're trying yeah, to specifically uh, get a foothold in in like soccer heavy countries. Well, you know, but that's, I mean, that's that's an easy one to target because you know where that's going to sell. Yeah. I mean, Titanfall, they were like, well, uh-huh. we assume Titanfall is going to sell like mad uh-huh. everywhere. But there was no track record yeah. there. There was nothing. It was just, oh, they were the Call of Duty developers like 10 years ago. Right. Um, but now what? You know, we don't know what this game is. FIFA, that's a known quantity. And it's a it's the best-selling EA sports game by far. Yeah. Like it, it dominates Madden and everything else. Yeah, just destroys them in sales. So that's that's where you put your money. You yeah, know? yeah. So well, uh, we'll see if it works for them or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anything else from this article? Uh, no. All right. I don't think so. All right. Uh, next good. up, this is a game that I've got. I think I've been talking about this game for a year and a half. Uh, Metrico, which is a game coming to the Vita, uh, is actually, it finally has a release date. Woo! Uh, so this one's coming out on August 5th in North America, August 6th in Europe. Uh, it, it's a great game. Uh, Michael actually did a write-up from E3 as well on this one because uh, I did a pretty lengthy 
uh, right up, I think, from GDC. I talked about it quite a bit on the podcast, at least. It's a really interesting platformer. It's uh, just a running from left to right platformer, but it's all based on statistics that are happening in the background. And it's basically a puzzle game at, at, at heart, but you don't interact with anything specific to make the puzzles happen. Uh, so you can get into one area, and if you jump, it makes another platform ri- rise up a little bit. So you have to kind of time it and know that you have two more jumps uh, before you get to the platform. So it, it's it's a thinking man's platformer, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I was actually – it was great because we got to go find this kind of quiet room, and I was playing it. And I was talking to the developers at the time, and I kept playing it, and all of a sudden I noticed that I had pl- been playing for like an hour. And we were only scheduled for half an hour. But I was just so into the game and trying to figure out the, a couple of the different puzzles that I just got so into it and I enjoyed it so freaking much. So uh, I think MJC might end up doing this review just because of the timing and everything right now. But uh, keep an eye out for it, seriously. It's, it's incredibly unique, but it's a good unique. And it it's really makes you think. So I, I'm, I'm very happy that this is finally coming out because, man, I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it probably for two years now. Uh, so it's great that it's finally coming out. And it's a very small team making this game, so uh, that's probably why it took so long. But it seems to be worth it as much as I've played so far. And I know MJC was really happy with it, too. And if you go over to psnation.com, uh, the latest trailer's up for it as well. So that might help explain some things to you a little bit. So, all right, this last one, we were just talking about this. Well, this game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, this is pretty wild. It is. Um the Last of Us, they're doing something called One Night Live, which will be on July 28th at the – where is it? I just saw it. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Okay, Broad Stage in Santa Monica. And it's already sold out uh, apparently. At 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Yeah. So if you can't go see it, the – Twitch, YouTube, and PlayStation Network's live event viewer on PS3 will be showing select portions of the program. I really hope that they record the whole thing and they put it out somewhere they, for everybody they to see. They probably will. They usually do. They have to. Well, they do. I mean, it's not right. like everybody can make it to freaking Santa Monica next Monday. Yeah. So what this is is a live reading of select scenes with the actual people who acted in The Last of Us. That's cool. Uh, and Neil Druckmann is directing. Oh, nice. So uh, we'll have Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, uh, who are Joel and Ellie, right. of course. Uh, Merle Dandridge, Hannah Hayes, and Annie Wershing, mm. uh, who are Tess and... Come on, Last of Us boy. Tess, Sarah, the daughter, (laughs) his daughter Uh from the beginning, and Marlene. Oh, that means they're going to recreate that one scene. No. Well, they're going to recreate some of the beginning scenes and some of the later scenes, obviously. (laughs) It's going to have a lot of spoilers in it. So, obviously, if you have not played the game, you may not want to see it. Yeah. but it it's that's a really cool idea. I would like them to do more stuff like this. It would be, be really cool to see them do something like this for the Uncharted games. Oh my god, yes. 
because all those guys together, uh, if you've seen any of the behind the scenes stuff with them, they just get crazy when they're together. So it would be really cool to see something like that. And uh, all right, Sony, you can make money off this. Here's what you do. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another idea from Josh. You <laughs> get a couple of guys working cameras and you record the whole thing. Yeah. The whole day. Uh, you know, everything leading up to it, because I'm sure they're going to rehearse. So you record the rehearsals, you do some background stuff, talking to Neil, where did this idea come from, blah, blah, blah. You you get to see all the behind-the-scenes stuff of them preparing for it and talking about it and why they're doing it and how they're excited to do it and how they're nervous to do it and how it'll be fun and interesting and blah, you know, without all the crazy outfits on. and uh, And then you get the whole thing. You know, the whole performance mm-hmm. and then some after stuff and Blu-ray done. Or even do a digital download, kind of like they did with that or God of War uh, director's thing. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this fine. snippet of the podcast and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to the marketing person I think is behind this. And, and we're going to get like a little finder's fee thing. Or, well, <laughs> we are because it's, it's PS Nation. It's not just Josh Langford. That's right. right. <laughs> patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. That was my idea. <laughs> oh no, PS Nation's idea. No. See, what would have been even slicker <laughs> is if they had all this planned and they could have dropped a code into the box for the PS4 remake Indeed. of Last of Us, and then you could just download it when it comes. How awesome would that? That would have been? been pretty cool. See, I why am I not working at Sony Marketing? You know what people. You know what would have been even better is if they had. Josh Langford and Glenn Percival from PS Nation, like kind of moderate this live read on stage. But now the time has passed. Well, yeah. I heard that Josh Langford guy is kind of a diva, and they just didn't want to deal with him. Pretty much, I think. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> something about no brown M and M's, and I don't know. Yeah, only red M and M's. Yes, nothing else. <laughs> oh no, wait, those are too easy because you can get the holiday packs. Only. Blue M and M's, blue, blue peanut M and M's, blue and yellow. Yes, nothing else. No, wait, no orange, orange and black, orange and brown, because that's close enough to the flyers. That's what I want. Oh, orange and brown, God. only those. <laughs> you and your effing flyers. <laughs> You've got a problem, son. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Well. No. <laughs> so this is really cool. I hope they do show enough of it on Twitch and everything else. I hope it's not just like a five-minute thing. And I would like to see this become a regular event. I, I want to see the guys do Ratchet and Clank. I want to see the guys do uh, Sly Cooper. I want to see them do uh, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. I want to see them do Mary Kate, Mary Kate Nashley's <laughs> uh, You're the prettiest 16. girl in the world. <laughs> I want to see uh, Pac-Man. I want to see... <laughs> Dig Dug. Dig Dug, I yeah. See... Well, I don't know. That dialogue's pretty tough. It'd yeah. be really tough to do that live. I want to see him do a classic series and do Mr. Do. Oh. Yeah. Mr. Don't. <laughs> Show me in the cherry where Mr. Do touched you. 
All right. <laughs> uh, do you want me to do this beast of a what we're playing, or do you want to start? Because I got to do that review after the break too. Yeah, go ahead. I'll go to sleep. Uh, no, because we have to talk. We have to talk about some of this no. stuff. So, uh, obviously, I did a live stream for Oddworld Noon Tasty. I'll be talking about that after the break as well. Uh, played some Zen... It was kind of funny. I was playing Zen Pinball 2 the other night, and I was just waiting for some Killzone DLC to download, because for some reason it wasn't on my PS4 here. Uh, so while I was doing that, I, I just I got into Zen Pinball 2, started playing the Super League football, the, the soccer game, because I really like that table. And Lady Hawk has had this monster score for a long time. Like 700 and some billion. Or a million. Billion? Million. Trillion. Uh, maybe it's million. Okay. So I'm just playing, and I'm, I'm on the party chat with the guys because that's who I was going to play Killzone with originally. And then I was like, wait, why don't I have, a, why don't I have the DLC? So I'm on the party chat with them, and they're, and they're playing the, uh, the Inception DLC. And, and I'm like, all right, well, it's downloading, it's downloading. And I keep doing really, really well at Super League Football. And I'm like, I'm just, I wasn't really paying attention, though. I was just playing and playing and playing. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, it says the DLC's installed and everything. I'm like, well, I'm just going to finish this game because I'm actually having a pretty good round. And then I, I started noticing that I'm doing pretty well. And the little box popped up and said, beat Lady Hawk score, only 300 million to go. I'm like, yeah, only 300 million to go. <laughs> But the thing is, if you can get the after you make a couple goals, it always goes into like this bonus thing where it's like a bonus uh, multi-ball, and sometimes you can pop one up to the upper playfield and make another goal and, and get a big bonus. Usually about eight billion or eight million. Why do I keep saying billion? Um, that's because that's what I want. Damn it! So uh, you can get like eight million. But if you get these gold soccer balls, which happen every now and then, the bonus is like crazy. Like one goal is twenty million. Uh, so I started noticing that, oh, you get those things, you can really pile up the score. So I'm just, you know, just playing, 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 no big deal. And all of a sudden the box went away and I'm like, well, how much more do I have to go? And I, I paused the game and I saw that I actually beat her score. I couldn't believe it cause I, I wasn't even trying number one. And number two, I thought that was just unpassable. Uh, cause it was, I mean, seriously, just a monster score. So I'm, I continue to play it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll hit a billion. But alas, I didn't. I think I stopped. I don't remember the exact score, but I tweeted it and everything. <clears throat> but it was like 950 million. So I tweeted it and everything. And there's been some problems on Zen Pinball 2's friends list on PS4 lately uh, for the online stuff. Like people aren't showing up and all kinds of stuff. But I didn't really think of that. I'm like, holy crap, I beat, I beat Lady Hawk's score because that's all I've seen like for the, I don't know how long now. <clears throat> all of a sudden I get a call from Rock because he saw my tweet and he goes, what, what's what's going on with the friends list on Zen? I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I've got that score beat by a mile. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I saw like a couple weeks ago, you were at 500 and some million and I just had to beat it. And he goes, I got like 1.5 billion. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I go, you can't even let me have this for a day. So yeah, he had to call and rub it in for a little while. Asshole. Those are my friends, folks. Those are my friends. Uh, And then on uh, uh, Pinball Arcade, I was playing uh, Bride of Pinbot, and I actually beat two, mil- two billion on that one. So that was pretty cool. Uh, that, that's definitely my highest score on that one. Uh, and then we did play some Killzone Intercept DLC. It's still a lot of fun. It doesn't feel like a horde mode to me, and that's what's so great about it. it it's very dynamic, and uh, it's never the same game twice. And it's, it, I'm telling you, though, man, if you don't have four people, it is a chore. So definitely play that game with four people. It does not... Uh, adjust itself very well if you don't have four people. 
because it's balanced so well between the four different classes. And each one of the, the gamers relies so heavily on the other classes to kind of complement what they can do. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, we had some good matches. And then been playing a lot of the Destiny, debate, Destiny beta. Uh, like I said, I actually got to play it on PS4 and PS3. Uh, pretty impressed with the PS3 version. Uh, the biggest thing it's really missing is the lighting. All the dynamic lighting that's in the PS4 version. Uh, also, frame rate gets a little chunkier when you get into some big areas, that sort of thing. But I, I'm pretty damned impressed with the PS3 version. I, I was surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, it's a great-looking game, and it can be a lot of fun, but I still kind of get that anxiety when I start realizing that I'm playing an MMO, and I just don't want to sink all this time into it. It scares the living shit out of me. Um, you know, it's funny, like, the install is about, like, 9 gig, and there isn't much content available right now. <clears throat> so they opened up a two-hour uh, thing called, like, Iron... I don't even know what they call it anymore, like Iron Butterfly or something, um, where they took all the balancing off. So if you had a really powerful weapon, the balancing was gone, and it was just like, use your best weapons against the other guys that have their best weapons. And it opened up two new maps. Uh, so that was fun. It was the PvP stuff. But when we got in and actually played through the storyline stuff, a lot of it's not unlocked yet in the beta. And... I could just, oh, God. I was playing Stoffinator and a few other people, uh, like Johnny's a boy and Vladrick are really into it. And we're playing it, and we're playing it, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you just got to use this use this weapon and then put this armor on. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, huh? I'm like, I, I'm just using the armor with the best stats. Is that okay? No, you got to use this certain weapon against a certain guy. And I'm like, uh, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So... I'm kind of glad Kyle's doing the review on it. I think it's a cool game, and I'm enjoying it, but I don't personally think I'm going to spend a lot of time on Destiny. And it's not that it's a bad game at all. It's just not my thing, because it's an MMO. And I yeah. oh, I just fear spending that much time in it. So, Did you get to try it yet? No. You didn't? Okay. I I was playing something else all day Saturday, and I kept seeing that everybody was crying about how long it was taking to download. And I figured I'd wait until it oh. was out for a day or two when everybody calmed down. And yeah, but now it's down for maintenance for a day because they're activating the the Xbox yeah. One version tomorrow. That's all right. I downloaded it today. It took like twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, <laughs> it was no, no, no. Nothing. But did you and the install? Okay, so you, you went into everything. the okay because that's the big thing is the download itself is pretty quick. But then you yeah, go in and it wants to download like ten gig. No, the install was an extra, like the the total I think was about a half hour to do the full nice. download and install for me. Yeah, it took PSN down. Yeah. And the funny thing is, then I was like, oh, then maybe I'll go play on Xbox, and no, their network was down too. For some reason, Xbox Live was down. So it was kind of funny. I couldn't play anything online. Uh, And then, well, I'll just mention that or talk about it. So one of our listeners, like two weeks ago, emailed us. And he's like, I want to donate an Xbox One to you guys. I'm like, what? And and he's like, yeah, I want to donate an Xbox One to you guys. And he goes, I have three because I won one at work, and I want to get rid of it, and I don't want to sell it to the Thieves of GameStop. And he goes, I would rather you guys have it. And I, I just kept telling I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And sure enough, a box shows up this week, and it was an Xbox One with 
connect and a bunch of games and like a head the headphones everything so uh that's it's his name's tom i don't have his last name in front of me he never put it in the email uh but his name's tom uh and i really want you guys to to friend bomb him on on psn i've been playing online with him lately and he's actually a lot of fun to play with (laughs) You know what? Everybody will because they're like, maybe I'll get something. Yeah, free. well, maybe I'll get a free don't Xbox. Be that person, everybody. They were. <laughs> we already had Stoffinator and we like, oh, why don't you get me an Xbox One? Blah, blah, blah. Don't be that person. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's you know, he wanted to do it, and I was trying to talk him out of it. Not because it was an Xbox One, but it's just that's a lot of money. But he's like, no, I want it. I want it. It's no big deal. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> so, um, PSN friend of me is Adam Lab one two three four. So it's A T O M. Uh, L-A-B Up and at them Up and at them Better Um, But yeah He Fuck So he sent An Xbox One With a Kinect Which the Kinect Is humongous This time If you put it next To the the PS4 camera It's it's over double the size And it's like 40 pounds Yeah It's humongous Uh, And then and the other thing is the power brick on the Xbox One. Holy fuck! It's like the 360s, oh, and the console is so much bigger than the PS4, and they still have the have the power brick on the outside. Yeah, oh, it's huge. Anyway, well, that's Sony ninjas, man. I yeah, definitely. Uh, so he he sent the official headphones, which I'll mention. I, I tried them last night. Uh, I was playing Titanfall last night for a little while, and they they're not like the golds or anything what they do is they they have this headphone adapter for the controller and this is the thing that you couldn't buy these separately for a long time so they came with the headphones so the headphones actually plug into your xbox one controller with this adapter and then it has buttons on it to like mute it and everything else but it kind of acts like you know when you plug regular headphones into your controller on the ps4 but you have to use the adapter to do it. So it's kind of weird. But they're stereo headphones. I mean, they sound all right, but uh, I don't know how much they are. But, I mean, I think we're kind of spoiled on PS4 with our, our options because the golds are so damn good. Uh, and those are, I think you can get, get the golds for like under 90 now or around that area. Uh, but I don't know how much they cost. But they feel good. They're comfortable. But I started looking around. I'm like, wait, there's no on switch or anything on these. What the hell is going on? And then I realized, I'm like, oh, shit, i got to plug it into this adapter. And then that's how they work. Um, and then he sent a bunch of games, which I don't understand why he didn't keep these games. But uh, he sent Titan- maybe he already got them. Uh, yeah, for the other one. Well, no, this is so great because a lot of these I already have for PS4, so I can actually do some direct comparisons, all kinds of stuff. And I know everybody out there is going to bitch that we have an Expo now and all that stuff, but bear with us because it is we're, we're gamers number one, so. It's also really good for us with the podcast and the website and everything else to be able to get gain some perspective, and this helps immensely. So I might yeah. complain about it and everything, and I will complain about it. Uh, it that's not me not ex- not appreciating what Tom sent at all. I, I we deeply appreciate it. Uh, it's just funny because it kind of made me want to play my PS4 more when I was playing with it. <clears throat> so uh, he sent Battlefield Four, uh, which I did play. Uh, he sent Rise. Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes, Assassin's Creed 4, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, Need for Speed Rivals, Wolfenstein, Watch Dogs, Thief, Call of Duty Ghosts, Lego the Hobbit, Tomb, or, uh, Tomb Raider, and Dead Rising 3. And then I went and bought Forza because it was on sale and I used my birthday certificate from Best Buy. So, 
talk about being able to try this thing out. <clears throat> it's just crazy. So, and, and again, I'm going I'm to say it time and time again because I told Tom already, thank you doesn't seem like enough. Um, but thank you, sir, because this is just a really cool tool, tool for us. Yeah. And I'm sure now Josh is going to whine and beg until I send him one. Yeah. yeah you don't want one, I'm, I'm thinking. But anyway. Oh, yeah. So I no, I don't want one. I only got to, well, here, it, it's a great story. Of course, I have something stuck in my throat. Um, but it's a great story. So I haven't used my Xbox Live account, we found out, since 2009. Uh, because I couldn't get my account working. So I have it documented, and it's tied to an old Hotmail account. Well, Hotmail doesn't exist anymore. They converted everything to Outlook.com. So I couldn't get it working, and then I was kind of bitching about it on Twitter, and then, of course, our friend Jeff Rubenstein saw it, and he goes, oh, so you're going to blame us because you can't remember the password? like, no, I have the password, and I have the account. It just doesn't want to work. So then we started texting each other, and he goes, all right, I'm going to have somebody look into it and call you. So it's good to have friends. <laughs> so a guy from Microsoft called me, and he actually found my account and got it all set up. And uh, because the verification wasn't working, nothing because it had an old phone number on it too for some reason. So if I tried to send the you know the like send a text to this phone, it wouldn't work because I don't have that phone anymore. So he gets it set up. He gets it so I can get in and change my password and got the account up and running. But then the problem was, because it had to be reset the way it did, I can't make any changes to it for 30 days. That's just their policy. So I can't change the address on it. I can't change the billing info. I can't change the phone. I can't change anything. So I can't do any online purchases at all unless... Because I have... They had converted my my credits, my my Moonbucks. They had converted those to dollars like back in March. Yeah, that's what they did with everybody. Yeah, so I have like you can't bucks. just buy like a. Oh sure, I, I well I think I can. That's the thing. I, I don't know if you should be able to just oh. go buy a card and type in the code, and well, you've got money in your account. Yeah, I just don't know if it's going to screw up on the billing info or anything. So I'm going to use the 14 bucks somehow and buy something. And I was going to buy some Forza DLC, but well, we'll get to Forza. So um, we got it all set up. I got in. And I had the first problem. So he, Tom had already had a bunch of installs on the system for the different games like Battlefield and, and uh, Forza and, and Titanfall. But he has the season passes for those games. So he actually had all the maps and all the packs and everything else installed. So when I loaded up Titanfall, it was already installed. I was on my own account. I wasn't on his account. But the game wouldn't even launch. For me. It, it would launch. And it would come up to the title screen and play. And it's on Twitch. I would just hit A to start, and it would just click, 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 click. It would not start for me. Even though I'm on a different account, and the game install's already on there, because he had his season pass and the other stuff installed, the game wouldn't work for me. So I had to do a, a complete uninstall and then reinstall the disc, which does take quite a while on here. It, it seemed like a little bit longer than PS4. Um... But I did the whole install, and boom, came up and worked. So that was kind of weird, because I don't think that happens on PS4 that way. Because you log in with your right. own account, and you just have your own stuff. But have you tried that? Like, I, yeah. I can understand why that would happen, though, because... But it should be tied if, to the individual account. It shouldn't matter if the data is there. It should only matter what data I should be able to... Because the game install itself, it shouldn't matter who's logged in. 
Yeah, but I don't know. But I, 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 I did don't know actually how complicated that is. Well, I did try something like that on PS4, and as far as I know, I have to remember if Paul. So I was over at my buddy Paul's house, and I did. I just logged in with my account, and it pulled all my stuff down because you can log in as guest too. And it actually pulls your trophies down and everything, and then it uploads everything and erases you from the PS4 when you're done. So I've done that, and I've actually put my login on his system. And I'm trying to remember what I played. I think it was Battlefield 4, and he doesn't have Battlefield 4. So no, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, so I haven't tried it. But I don't think it's a problem, because I'm sure we would have heard about that by now. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how many people are doing that. You know, (laughs) like, I have this and all this DLC, and... Then you come over to play it, and you don't have that DLC, and it doesn't work for you. I, but that shouldn't matter because you're logged in with your own account. Yeah, I, and if I you don't have the DLC, saying, you should still be able to go in and play the core game that doesn't require DLC. But you should. But we don't know. If yeah, you can. I'm gonna have to try that somehow. I'm gonna see what Paul has and log in. But as far, I mean, I, th- I really do think we would have heard about that by now. So once I did that, I was like, well, do I factory reset it or do I just uninstall everything? And I just uninstalled everything that was on there. Uh, and did the installs for that, for Battlefield, and for Forza. Um, <clears throat> Battlefield is pretty much the same game, but it does run at a lower frame rate. Or it, it, I don't know if it drops frames or something, but it, it definitely feels different. Uh, it just feels a little more sluggish. And plus, I'm still trying to get used to that controller, and I honestly still contend that the 360 controller is better than the Xbox One controller. I don't like the way the sticks feel. Uh, they're a little bit too loose. The top is too small. Like the concave part, I think it's just too small. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I really do think that the 360 controller is still better in terms of the feel. Uh, also played some Forza. I was streaming some of it and I was sucking hard. I uh, got in and played some more Saturday morning before I got on Oddworld. And <clears throat> it's kind of what I feared. I mean, it does still feel like Forza. I mean, I played a ton of Forza 2. And it still feels the same, which to me is a bad thing because it still feels like, yes, you're on a surface, but it doesn't feel to me like you're on the specific surface that you're racing on. So like if you're at Indy, they have that, uh, that diamond cut concrete. It doesn't feel like that. It just feels like you're on a surface. Um, and even like in Forza 2, the AI is still ridiculously... Uh, aggressive. Like, they'll try to spin you out all the time. Almost every race I have, they try to spin me out. So, that was a little disconcerting. Uh, I think the game looks good, but honestly, we've been playing Gran Turismo 6 lately, and I don't think Forza looks that much better in a lot of areas. Um, I, I would expect it to look better than it does. I mean, it's on a, you know new hardware and everything else. Uh, so, I'm a little disappointed with Forza. Like, uh, it seems like they're really trying to nickel and dime people for cars. Uh, they have a token system and a credit system. So the credits are kind of like what you get in Gran Turismo 6. The tokens are the in-game currency that you can buy. And the price is kind of ridiculous. Uh, there's one car I know of that's like the equivalent of 100 bucks, Real money for one car. Uh but what they have is like these packs of five or ten cars that you can buy. And I was looking at them and I'm like, I really don't want to spend money on this. I just don't. But even like the cars, it's kind of like Grand Turismo 6 where you do different uh, uh, 
sets of races, and you have to pick a certain car. And I'm like, oh, the first one you get for free. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, then I get to the second set, and I pick a car, and then it's like, oh, it's 60,000 credits. I'm like, wait, what? So kind of like Gran Turismo where you actually have to build up the credits to buy it. But I don't it's, – it's sad when I say that the interface on a Gran Turismo game is better. But it really is on GT6. Like you kind of understand what's going on more. And even when I was trying to customize the car, it didn't really tell me what – at least I couldn't find it – what like the restrictions were. Like so if I was customizing the car – I, I didn't know if I had like certain per- performance points that I had to stick to or that there was a limit. So I started putting stuff on this Volkswagen that I had, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this car is illegal. I'm like, what? So uh, it was really, really frustrating. Uh, I don't know. Forza, I'm, I don't know. It's just, it's not doing it for me. And like I told stuff, I'm like, well, it actually makes me want to play Gran Turismo 6 really bad right now. Uh, online play was fine. Uh, it, it ran fine, but I don't think I'm going to be playing Forza very much. I'm kind of disappointed by it. We'll see how how Horizon Two is, and then Titanfall. Uh, so Titanfall, I played for two hours last night, <clears throat> and it's pretty much what I expected after playing the beta and everything else. I just, it seems really thin. It seems like there's not much content there in terms of. Things to unlock and everything else. I've heard you can do it pretty quickly. I'm kind of in the mindset that I want to unlock everything and see how quickly I can really do it. But I don't want to do the campaign because I hear nothing but... Like, even if you fail in the campaign, you still move along. Like, if you don't protect the guy or if if you die, it'll still, like, move you along in the story. So there's no consequences. (laughs) Yeah, it's just weird shit like that. Um, I think the game looks okay. But a wait, lot what of do you mean? Like, but well, I don't understand what you mean by that. Because like, there's, there's, Call of Duty, I can die and keep moving along. Right? You know? No, there's a there are apparently there's like a, a, like you have to capture a guy or you have to protect somebody, and even if you don't succeed at that, it still moves the story forward. You don't have to redo it; it just keeps moving. So it's almost oh. like an interactive story, but it doesn't matter what the outcome is. So it doesn't okay because all right yeah, so yeah it's not like dying and starting die and then go back and at a checkpoint and do it again and until you get the guy alive right, right. he can just die and it doesn't matter it just moves on that's that's my understanding oh. yeah so well, you have to try it I will I, I will I, I you know and and I'm I'm cur- and the thing is I don't want anybody to think that like I'm just complaining to complain and everything else I really was very excited to get this. And very excited to check a lot of this stuff out. And I'm still excited to check some things out that I haven't looked at yet. But these are my honest opinions right now. I'm just... Uh, it's uh, Titanfall, I kind of expected wasn't going to be that great. Because I played the beta for a long time and I wasn't really thrilled with it. I played for about two hours last night, uh, just the multiplayer. And I was coming up, like, first, second, third, a lot. I was never last on my team. I was coming up. I was doing really, really well right away. And it kind of made me feel like they've oversimplified this game too much. Uh, there's so much balance. Like, it doesn't even seem like one Titan is better or worse than the other ones in the certain areas. Even though they kind of tell you, like, this one will be slower or whatever else. I played with all three Titans that I've unlocked so far, and all three almost felt exactly the same, except for the weapons it has. It, it, just, it just felt like I was playing a game. 
and it never really felt that different. Uh, there's tons of screen tearing in Titanfall. Uh, and also really laggy. Like, I had people teleporting all over the place. I was on a data center that's supposedly really close. I was getting a 25 ping to it. Uh, and I and I actually left the lobby and came back in a couple times. And every time I was having just weird uh, teleportation problems with some players. Uh, there was a time where the game got so slow. I don't know what was happening in the background, but it just chugged to a crawl. Uh, so not consistent. And it really took me out of the experience, honestly. <clears throat> that I've read that's been going on since yeah. it launched. But you would think that for a game that's supposed to be pretty much like the showpiece for the system and that they paid for exclusivity and everything else, that they would take care of that shit as soon as possible. And it doesn't really seem like they have. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I will say the audio design in Titanfall is fantastic. It's really, really good. But I just, it's not doing it for me. And, and, but I was saying that back with the beta, so you know, I will, It's not that I went in with low expectations. I was very interested. That's the first game I put in, the absolute first game I put in the system to try. So I do want to play it. I'm going to try the campaign so I can see how that all goes. So I'm, I'm still going to work on it. And, and and like I said, this is all for kind of getting to know. I don't want to say the enemy, but trying to get them to know the other side, you know, and, and see if they're doing something better on the Xbox side or if we're doing something better on the PlayStation side, et cetera, et cetera. So. I don't know. It's it, it is weird playing on that thing, and oh, and also, and I read up on this today on Reddit, and apparently this happens to a lot of people. The controller just likes to disconnect randomly, even when you're plugged into the USB. It just eh, I, I, I don't want to work anymore. I'm going to disconnect you, which kind of sucks when you're in the middle of a multiplayer game. That's really weird. Yeah, and I mean, it. it I was streaming, and it happened to me like three times in the stream. Didn't. Didn't the PS3 controller do that for a while at some point? Um, I think I when you said that, it reminded me of, I think there was a firmware update somewhere yeah. where that was happening with a lot of people, and then they fixed it in a subsequent update. Well, apparently, but, this started happening with a firmware update that happened months ago. Yeah, uh, and they've been doing one almost every month, from what I understand. This ha- this started happening, if I remember correctly, because I read this big AMA thread, or uh, Reddit thread. I think this started happening back in February for a lot of people, and they still mm. haven't fixed it. And they actually have a thing, which I think happens on the PS4 in the background, but they actually have a thing where you can upgrade the firmware on the controller, because they had to do that for Titanfall. Uh, when Titanfall was coming out, Respawn said, you guys need to fix this controller, because it wasn't responsive enough. But you actually have to plug it in USB and actually run the run the firmware that way. Whereas I think on the PS4, it just happens when the firmware update happens. So, yeah, it's that's the most frustrating thing about, about the system so far is that that controller just keeps disconnecting on me. It's, just, it's crazy. Uh, I really hate the interface on the Xbox One. I think the dashboard and everything are awful. Uh, a total kludge. I mean, they, they're using the Windows 8 look, which is made to work with touchscreens, and I'm not on a touchscreen. Uh, the funniest thing that happened <clears throat> is that I, I, uh, Rubenstein's like, hook up the Kinect, and here's, here's this code for something. So I, I, I hooked up the Kinect, and I was going to use it, and then up in the upper right-hand corner, it said, go to settings and activate the Kinect. But here's the deal. Settings wasn't anywhere on the screen. And I couldn't use Connect to say, like, Xbone settings. 
because it wasn't turned on. It wasn't activated yet. So me just plugging it in didn't do anything with it. So then I dicked around for like 15 minutes. I finally just like kind of hit a random button and this little sub menu came up kind of like it did on the 360 and there were settings there. So for 15 minutes, if I was streaming it, it would have been hilarious because I was just swearing up like a sailor. Just nonstop, fuck this piece of shit, blah, 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 blah. So finally got the settings, activated it. Um, the Connect, oh my god, it's so big. Uh, it does not pick up my voice very well by the TV. Uh, but I sit really far away from the TV. Um, so I actually, <laughs> when I was streaming the other night, I brought it up and I put it on my coffee table and kind of like propped it up so it was right on my face. <laughs> Uh, and it worked. I mean, it was pretty low light and it was working and everything, but, uh, the voice commands actually work somewhat. I was, uh, I was dicking around with it. So I was like doing the whole screenshot, you know, like take a screenshot. But the thing is, when you think about it, you're so spoiled with the share button now because share button, I have it set up where if you just tap the button, it takes a screenshot and it's instantaneous. That's the moment it happens. But on this, you have to say Xbox and then you have to say, take a screenshot. By that time, that time has passed. The screenshot that you wanted to take was 10, you know, 10, 15 seconds ago. Mm. So it's, it's kind of funny to see that. But then I actually said, take a screenshot. And I didn't see anything in about 10 minutes. There said, video clip saved. They're like, wait, what? So it saved a video instead of taking a screenshot for me. So uh, I'm unhooking the Kinect. I, I can't stand the thing anymore because uh, I actually, it, it did happen to me. Uh, the commercial came on for it with uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad. <laughs> And it turned my system on when he when he said it. Nice. So I'm I'm I'm, unpl- I'm unplugging the damn thing. Uh, the other funny thing with that was um, oh with the system is that I wanted to charge the controller because uh, he actually included a rechargeable battery in it. So I was going to charge it. <clears throat> I plugged it in. It turns my system on when I plug the damn controller in. So all of a sudden the, the white light comes on in front of me. Like, Wait a second, did it just turn on? So I went in. Sure enough, it turned my system on just because I plugged in my controller to charge it so then i had to turn it off and all this other crap um to add a friend is a good eight to ten button presses so i told people to add me if you want to add me on there um torgo 100 so when they when they send a message i have to go to their message and then have to move over and click on their profile and then i have to move over like i think i have to go down about five or six steps say add friend and then I have to go over and say, share my name, and then go back and say, okay, and then hit B about four times to get back to the original area. It is such a kludge. And, I mean, we complain about the PS4's interface still because there's, there's things that can be fixed, but, my God, uh, it, it, we are really spoiled on the PS4 in a lot of ways. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't hook my cable up to it, so I don't care about any of that crap. And... Um, I haven't really said anything else up like Skype or anything yet. Um, yeah. But so far, I'm, I'm, it was funny, like, Stoffnader and Betamana were like, so is there anything positive about it? And I actually sat there for about five minutes, and I'm like, uh, no, no. I can't think of anything right now that the Xbox One does better than the PS4, at least in the stuff that I've tried so far. Uh, their Twitch app is crashy as hell. It crashed on me like four times. Um, I do actually, here's one thing that I think they do a little bit better. So when you're using the Twitch app, it stays on the right side of the screen and then shrinks the gameplay kind of like it does on PS4. 
so you can see all the commentary and everything else. <clears throat> but when, but the actual stream output is the full screen. It doesn't show all the comments. Whereas on PS4, you either get all or nothing. You can tell it, I want to show the comments or not, and they show up on the stream. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but that's more kind of a choice, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, the Twitch app kept uh, crashing on me. I had Titanfall crash a couple of times. I mean, crash hard. Um, I had Forza crash on me during a couple streams. Um, I mean, these are the problems we were having the PS4 like at launch. And I'm still having them with this how many months later. So that kind of worries me a little bit. I'm trying to think of what else. I don't know. And then there's word that the next uh, firmware update for PS4 is probably going to add some media playback stuff. So that's good. Even though it's hilarious that the next update for the Xbox One is going to add 3D Blu-ray support. Even though the PS4 doesn't have it and they're in the Blu-ray consortium. Yep. But at the same time, my PS3 can do it and I really don't care. I just think it's kind of silly. Because they are. They're focused on games on PlayStation. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a gaming machine first. So that's how they're approaching it. So I get it. But I, but if you sold your PS3 yeah, and it. you've got a bunch of stack of 3D Blu-rays, I'd be frustrated as fuck. You're right damn right. Now. You're damn right. Uh, I'm not saying it's right, but I get it. Uh, but, yeah, I guess we're spo- I'm sure we're going to get details on the new firmware, like, tomorrow after I put the podcast out. Because that's usually what happens to us. Yeah. But, yeah, the rumor is it's gonna, they're going to add some media playback stuff finally. I just hope it's DNLA because I use that a lot. Yeah. I, I hope they do the media playback stuff right. Yeah, me too. Which it was funny. I, was, I still remember my discussion with, uh, with someone at Sony when um, they had that, that internal Destiny Alpha running at Sony. But it showed up as music player when they said it, they were playing something. And everybody's freaking out. I, I remember putting the tweets up and everything. I'm like, oh, my God, we get, we're getting a music player. Because I saw Shu using it. And uh, and somebody finally said, no, it's a, an internal Destiny Alpha. I'm like, why would you guys name it something that people want on PS4? I said, this is silly. And he goes, that's a really good point. <laughs> like, nobody thought of that. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah. So, I mean, again, thanks to Tom for this. This is just freaking cool. It really helps us uh, compare and contrast things. And, and I'm getting shit from everybody, obviously. And I don't know if they're being sarcastic or not all the time. But, you know, I, I stream some of it. And they're like, this isn't PlayStation. But I've streamed Wii U shit before. So get over it. Uh, it but it, I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting to know all the facts and to know what the competition's doing. And, and I, I yeah. you know. I, it's very important, it, actually. Yeah. If you're going to be that close-minded, then you're kind of in this for the wrong reasons. Get rid of the console wars element in your head and just know that what you got is probably the right choice for you. And I mean, I, I would think that people would want to see this because this would make a lot of them think that, oh, God, I did make the right decision. Seriously. Because the, the, multi, the multi-platform games or the, the, the cross-platform games, they are better on PlayStation. They're noticeably better, the ones that I've played so far. Battlefield is definitely better on PS4. So I don't know. <clears throat> but hopefully everybody will get over that hump and stop doing the whole, oh, you're a traitor, blah, blah, blah. Just get over it and enjoy it. Relax. It's video games. Fun. Games. No. I know. It's life and death. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
But anyway, uh, enough of the X-Bone. But I'm sure Josh will be talking about his new one in a couple weeks. I better be. Oh, God. Here we go. You're like a princess sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. I've got all the debug stuff. I've got the oh. expo and I've got this. I've well, got you that. stream so okay. much. Maybe I should send you all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, well, why, why should I bother streaming? It's, it's all games everybody already got. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll bring you the PS3 one back, even though I don't think it's going to be worth anything anymore. Well, but it's a PS3. No, oh, I understand I that. Can certainly use. Well, yes and no. You can't just throw a retail game in there and play it because none of the patches that's work a, on it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, just letting you know. And no movies work on it. None of the media streaming yeah. stuff works on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What'd you play? Right. Uh, I played. <laughs> I played Hey Verizon. Uh, why did you just give me better internet speeds? Really? Because I had somebody else on Twitter complaining about Verizon cut theirs way down. Well, my download, I just did a test. My download speed is now what it was, 57.46 megabits per second. Okay. My upload speed is now 60 megabits per second. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll have to build that I, new streaming rig before I come over to your place for Extra Life so we can really stream well. Oh my well, God. you know what it is? It's uh, my contract ends this month. Oh. And I think this is the start of the courtship. Like, hey, don't Josh. go anywhere, sweetheart. We gave you a better upload than you have download. It's because we exactly. care. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy as that. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, so there's that. Um, I love that. But, uh, all right, last week, um, the Nintendo, since we're talking Expo, and let's talk Nintendo for a little while on the PlayStation Asia podcast. You know what we should? Because I never got my free game from Mario Kart. Oh, why not? Did you have, do your thing? I did the thing, and it said it was, it was I, I put it in again just to make sure, and it said it was, it was already used, and I never got it. And you, with Nintendo, I'm not even going to bother calling them because we know how Nintendo That's is. That's weird. Did you? What, that was a brand new game. Yeah, it was. Well, you had the choice of four. Remember? No, but I'm saying your Mario Kart oh, yeah. was brand new. Yeah. Oh, no, weird. no, I put it I in and it worked that... fine. But I didn't know if it worked fine or not. So then I tried to put the code in again just to be sure, and it said, "Oh, this has already been used." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I never got anything about it, and I never got my free game. Oh, uh-huh. but see, the first time, like when I. I put that in for the survey and I right. did the survey and it said, when you did this, did you know that you can get a free game for it? And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was somewhere else on the site, I think where it said, put this because you may have been putting it in just to register it nope. for club Nintendo. Nope. Well, I put it in the know. right spot. I know for a fact I did it right, but I never heard anything back. Yet, if I try to put no, the code in, it says it's already been used. It's not. It pops up immediately. I know. It says pick your game. I know, and I did. And then it just never put anything on my account, nothing. I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do. No, when you pick your game, it immediately says, here's your code. Yeah, it never did that for me. But yeah. if I go back and try to put the code in, it says it's already been used. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, call them. 
I will. Because with this, I mean, it's it's a code, and your code obviously hasn't been put on your account, so... I know. It's clear that, and you know, well, they can see whether the code has been used or but not. But if I they try to put the code to... in, it said it's already been used. No, no, I'm saying the code for the free game. Yeah, I never got it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Third base. You tell them, I did not get the code for the game. They should be able to look at your <laughs> and account say, well, and see... What it was, and that you didn't use it, and that it has not been used anywhere. So, and then we'll say like you didn't answer. get it, give it to a friend, and then say, "Oh, I never got the yeah. code." Like you I know, they friend. should be able to know. Yeah. Um. But all right. So the big deal. I did get my free game. Which? What'd you get? <sighs> the only game that I didn't own, unfortunately. Pikmin. No. Oh. Uh the uh, the Wii Party oh. crap thing, yeah. I own every other freaking game on there. I think I picked what was it, Zelda. I think that, I would have been happy. With I think that, that's the one I, I picked. Have but, it. Yeah. Eh. So that was the thing. I mean, yeah, I'm complaining about a free game. Yeah, I know. First world um, problems. Well, get ready. I'm going to complain about another free yeah. game. Here. Uh, so their Club Nintendo rewards popped up this past week i heard they're all shit they are they really are and a lot of people were like oh, you're complaining that you get a free game no you have to spend four to five hundred bucks yeah. to get that free game yeah, quote unquote free. it's not free and the whole point of this club thing was that nintendo is recognizing your that you're a hardcore nintendo fan and this is showing their appreciation for you wait a second you spent four or five hundred bucks on nintendo stuff no i was gonna say what the <laughs> fuck you always say you have no money no you lying son of a bitch no okay uh i got some games uh, okay <laughs> I, I i spent like half of that if that i didn't even spend half of that but i i was given some games ah uh so i had plenty there um so the thing is you know it comes out and (laughs) for platinum your choices are game and wario which Mm. well all the reviews say it's garbage yeah that's why Um, i didn't get it because i was gonna buy nes nes remix which is like a yeah which is like a 10 15 dollar game it's 15 but everybody complains about it yeah earthbound which is a great game but it's 10 bucks yeah it's nice game uh, Dr. Luigi. Eh. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D for the 3DS, eh. which is great, but I own it. Yeah. Uh, Fluidity, which oh. I don't know. Rolling Western, which is Rolling another. Rolling Western? What the fuck is who that? Who knows? Uh, Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the Move. Uh, and then it's a bunch of like WiiWare stuff, like. Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Super Mario Brothers. Like, if you all right, look, if you spent four to five hundred dollars on games for the Wii U and the Wii and the 3DS and whatever in the past year, do you think maybe you already have Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, no shit. Do, do you think the people that are spending this kind of money don't have a copy of Super Mario Brothers for don't have like eight copies of Super <laughs> Mario Brothers at this point? Uh, Zelda Two. Donkey Kong 3, uh, Wario Land 2, Metroid on the NES, and uh, what are the other two? Uh, Super Mario Land 2, 
Uh, six golden coins for the 3DS. I don't even know what that one is. Whatever the hell that is. Uh, so the point is, eh, yeah. Uh, with the exception of like Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D, because mm. that's like a full game and it's a decent game. It's not a great game, but it's a lot of garbage on there or a lot of really, really cheap stuff. Yeah. For people that spent a ton of money for your biggest fans, that's like Sony saying, hey, thanks for spending 500 bucks on the PSN last year. Here's a copy of Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, that's what the fuck? Uh. I mean, especially considering what they've built up over the past couple of years and that they've, I mean, even, you know, and I complained last year, I didn't get it because I didn't yeah. have enough last year, but I complained that, oh boy, a fucking soundtrack. Wow. Well, and it sucks because they, they but still really cool stuff. Like they had a, they had a SNES controller for the Wii and they had like some cool figures. Well, that was Japan. Point. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's Japan. Here they had like the Mario hat. I got the figurines. It wasn't figurines. It was like a little statue, little plastic statue. Right. You know, it looked nicer until you got it and you're like, this yeah, little cheap piece this? of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it it looks kind of cool. But still. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've they've gone downhill. I don't know why. If their marketing budget has just dropped, if they're freaking out about the Wii U and they're like, we can't spend any money on this. Just give them it, a free it's game. It's a very good possibility. That's what it is. But all right, so also you got to remember the Wii U isn't really selling still. So, what are they gonna here's do? my here's my big thing. All right, say for the sake of argument, I know people are like you're complaining. Still, you're complaining about a free game, but still, it's not a free game for the money. You're working toward you spend. it. You're, it, you know, yeah, you're working toward a reward of some great reward that you're a big Nintendo fan and you should be getting this great reward and we appreciate you and we love you and here's what, you know, how much we love you. Here's a power glove that doesn't this. work. Yeah. So, how about this? How about I still only have a Wii and a DS and I bought all my Wii and DS games this past year mm-hmm. and I got my platinum reward. These are all Wii U and 3DS games. Yeah. Well, but that's just going to make you want to get a 3DS or a Wii U more. Yeah, no, I'd be furious at this point. I would too. <laughs> because I spent all that money on games for the systems that I own, right. and now you're telling me I have to go drop another two to 300 bucks to get a system just to play with the rewards you're going to give me for spending the four to 500 bucks last year. But you don't, that's, you that's don't need a Wii crazy. The, the, the Wii U plays all the Wii stuff. Just transfer everything over. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so spend the extra 300 bucks. Why not? Uh, uh, but see, that's that's where I have a problem with it. That's one of the places I have a problem with this. Yeah. I mean, I, I with no, no other choice, like I would have gotten Earthbound, but I'm like, well, I can buy that for 10 bucks. Yeah. So I got Game & Wario because that's the most expensive game on there that I don't have. And uh, is it crap? I don't know. I didn't even get to try it. Oh. Uh, I, I almost bought it one day, and then I read up. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I downloaded the two of them um, the other day, yeah. but I didn't even start them up. I actually started up uh, Super Mario World 3D instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> and played that for a little while, because that's a fantastic game. <laughs> so uh, I actually played that for a little bit. And I looked at Earthbound again, because for some odd reason, I have $14 on my account. Yeah. I don't know where or how. 
but I have $14 on my account. So I considered buying Earthbound, but again, I'm like, it's 10 bucks. You're not going to play it either. It's probably going to drop in price somewhere. They're going to do some kind of sale. I mean, eh, every other... Because Earthbound is one of those games that everybody's surprised they brought it because it's so uh, rare I to know. find for the actual SNES. And I don't think they'll ever drop it. But it bothers me when you... Well, yeah, they don't drop prices on anything. It just no. bothers me when you go through the rest of the stuff on that WiiWare thing and it's like four ninety nine, five ninety nine, seven ninety nine at the most. And yeah. then Earthbound is like this outlier there. Just like... Dude. Yeah, we had to buy the license from ourselves. It cost a lot of money. But, you know, I mean, it was the same thing with Final Fantasy when those came, the yeah. PS1 classics came, yeah. and they were suddenly almost double the price of... Well, but I mean, they Square weren't. Enix set those it was prices. $5.99 and $9.99, so yeah. it's not really double the price, but still. it was. It's just that shocker. Like, you look at the other ones, and you're like... Oh, <laughs> and the thing is, their, their virtual console offerings for, like, SNES... Are terrible right now. Yeah, they're they are. and that's the thing. Like that's what finally made me do the transfer from the Wii to the Wii U because the virtual console stuff I had on the Wii are awesome. But the, I mean, we've had this discussion. Well, why have they not like merged those stores so they can get all that great stuff on the Wii U? Because they're doing because the ones on the Wii U, uh, they're they're doing extra coding with them right, right. where they've got but they still. they do save 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 states and all kinds of other weird little shit that, that you long. know get the shit moved over because there's uh, crap right now well the hd is confusing to them I know. obviously so and that's why all these games are taking forever <laughs> to do anything well with. that's the excuse but that's me. why yeah that's why i never moved any of my stuff off the wii i i'd just rather keep it on the wii i don't want to deal with that Well, no it's actually really easy to do the move i mean you just need an sd card well yeah except for that guy who did but the move and everything failed in the middle of, like what two hundred thousand Wii Us that have been sold it's one guy <laughs> one guy that i read about on the internet nah. and that was enough for me to see that it, it was once actually, he lost it it was gone it was actually really easy you just download the app on both systems you put the sd card in the wii it does a bunch of stuff. You take it and you put it in your Wii U. You run through it again, and it was done. It was a very easy process. I don't want to do it. Well, that's up to you. I don't want to do it. You know, I'm, I because just, for me, I get know, to put my Wii away. I just have the Wii U out there now, and and the Wii is boxed up, and yeah. I have the GameCube back out because I love. I just love having the GameCube out. I don't care that I can play my GameCube games on my Wii on my Wii. I just love having the GameCube out there. I love the menus. I love the look of the system. I just love having it out. So, well. But that's the other thing. You can't play the GameCube on the Wii U. I know. That's why I kept the, the GameCube out. Yeah. So I I don't know. My Wii is downstairs. The Wii U is in the living room. Right. So yeah. it's fine. It's So you can play Mario Brothers down in the basement during Extra Life and die a million times. Right, Colette? <laughs> what is the remote play. What is that doorbell sound? What the hell is going on? <laughs> that's her dying every time. What? That was so funny. <laughs> Caitlin's getting married yeah. soon too, by the way. Really? Yeah, they're finally doing it. Her, <laughs> her uh, Caitlin from a uh, uh, children specialized that we do extra life with every year. Um, they just had a bridal shower on Saturday, so yeah. Why wasn't I invited? I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> neither of us were invited. I'm going to have to give her a piece of my mind when we're there. Yeah, but I'm here. I know. Uh, all right. That's because so, you never go to the guild meetings. That's why. That's true. That's because they're at like noon on a tuesday i'm sorry i i have a job <laughs> um so you have a dentist appointment your, your work yeah. should be your work should actually give you that time off it's charity work 
Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, good luck with uh, that. Yeah, uh. um, so, another Nintendo news. Did you see that the <laughs> it's buy one get one free on 3ds games? Well, certain 3ds games at Best Buy this week. No. Oh, I said something about that. Yeah. And if you're hearing about it now, you've already sorry. It's already too yeah, late. it's way too late. Did at you, this point. Did you buy anything? I did. What'd you get? Because uh, it was buy one get one free. So That's fine. I got. What'd you get? Um. Uh. Where are they here? Uh. Zelda. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, link, link the past two. Link between worlds. Yeah. No, it's Link between worlds. Okay. Whatever that is. And uh, Yoshi's New Island. Oh, very fun game. I like that so, game. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we'll see how that is. Uh, and another oddball gaming news. Um, have you seen like uh, Toys R Us? At least around here. Mm. I am. It might be nationwide. I don't know. They've been doing this clearance thing. Have they? Now? And the only reason I knew about it is because you know we every once in a while on the way back when I pick up Lou we pass a Toys R Us. It's like there's one road between his daycare, the train station, and the Toys R Us, and we pass it all the time. So we stop in there to pick something up or or whatever, and the sales, it was like 40% off up to like 80 or 90% off. Wow. Uh, And now everything that was marked down is now 80 or 90% off. Like what? Well... I tweeted a couple of weeks ago that I had gotten all this this huge pile of crap, uh, <laughs> and it totaled like I forget how much. It was well under a hundred dollars. Okay, um, but it was a handful of games. One of them was uh, one of the Skylander sets, like the full starter set. Um, uh, a bunch of screen protectors for the Vita oh. and the DS. Um, a couple of uh, charging cords, char- like the the charger and the plug and everything for the Vita, because uh, they came down to like a dollar each. Yeah. Um, I got one or two uh, Move Nav controllers that came down to like three dollars each. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got a couple of games too. I I don't know what they are right now. They're I've got just a pile. I, I'm sitting in a huge mess down here right now, so I can't even. Did you soil yourself? I wish <laughs> that would have been easier. Um, that would have been easier to clean up than this mass of crap around me. Yeah. Uh, but we went into where were we yesterday? Oh, it was Sunday, and. We were at some other Toys R Us, one that we haven't been in, and at, like everything's eighty to ninety percent off. Yeah. So they're looking at like toys, and I was like, oh, "I'll be right back." And I run back to the gaming area, and I'm looking around, and they had nothing really for games, sure, but they had some movies and stuff, some Blu-rays. Hmm. So wait a second, let me reach over here and grab them. You know, it's funny. Uh, I have a. I now have a Toys R Us like within five ten minutes of my place. So I may have to run over really? there tonight or after we're done or tomorrow. You should check. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, 
so all right, Mason is getting into uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. He's still never Thomas and Friends, you know that oh, whole God. train thing. He's never seen the show. Um, but every time we walk into the Toys R Us, he's like at the train table, like playing with all that stuff. So I said to Lou, I was like, he's never even seen the show. Well, when I'm back there looking at the Blu-rays, there's Thomas and Friends Misty Island Rescue. Sure. And it was the price on that was. Let me do the math here. Two dollars and sixty cents for this blue. Wow! So I said, "All right." So uh, the other two dollars and sixty cent Blu-ray I got was the Magnificent Seven, the original one. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, two dollar and forty cents I got Face Off because <laughs> oh god, A I was John like two dollars and forty cents. Why not? And then as I was at the register, I was walking up to the register and laying there like right next to the register like somebody had second thoughts right before they left and they just dropped it. Uh, this one was $2.40, uh, The Rock. Oh, nice. And now here's the crazy one. This one, Those were all Blu-ray. Uh, this was a DVD and they had a, several of them there and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I have no idea what this is, but it has Jan Michael Vincent, William Cat, and Gary Busey. Oh my God! On, on surfboards. Oh, the, you know that's an old movie from. Um, um, I just talked about that movie, uh, John Milius. Big Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. John Milius directed Wednesday. and wrote that game or the movie. Yeah. So, well, that was the thing. I looked it up real quick just to see, and it it was actually it's pretty well reviewed, and I was like, all right. It was a dollar ninety eight. Holy shit! That was the price before clearance. Oh my god! It cost me nineteen cents <laughs> for this DVD. It's, it's funny because that movie bombed when it hit the theaters, and it uh, yeah. gained a lot of notoriety like later on in life uh, because of how well it was written. Because Milius was actually a surfer; like he was really big into the culture and everything else, and that's how he wrote that movie. So yeah. It's not really my type of movie. I mean, I've seen it, and, and I mean, it's well acted, and it's a good story, but it, surfer shit, I just don't care about. Just because I live in Wisconsin, it's just not a thing well, for me. See, I... But for 19 I cents, liked, hell. Well, but I like surfer shit, so... Sure. And and it's it's William Cat and Jan Michael Vincent, and... Yeah, and, and they're all young before Gary Busey two of them got all fucked sake. up in the head, and... yeah. And yeah, it's it looks really cool. So I mean, nineteen cents. I was like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm at to go tomorrow. So now, yeah. So now the the last the craziest thing that I got, and this was one that I was like, I'm never getting one of these. This is oh you know, no because because they were a hundred bucks. So bucks. why would I ever spend a hundred bucks on this thing? Hundred bucks. What did you get? Um, well, hmm. it was. It was marked down below that and then take off the 90%. Oh, my God. What did you get? For $12, I got an iCade. Oh, for the iPad? Yes. No, 12 bucks? 12 bucks. Oh, my God. I am, I'm definitely going to have to go tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy so, one of those even if I don't have an iPad, which I don't. Yeah. It's – and I, I – put it together last night because uh, that's when I got it yesterday. I put it together last night and um, I already had the Atari stuff and I had some of the other stuff. Sure. 
because I got the whole Atari thing for free that on their 40th anniversary, that one day oh, that yeah, they said yeah. it's all for free. Um, and I looked up, you know, what stuff is compatible with it. And it's actually a ton of stuff. It's 20 items on a page, 10 pages. It's 200 items, yeah, 200 different games. I think it's really gotten a lot of support. It's, it's one of the few yeah. things like that that's taken off. A lot of the games are kind of crappy, oh, yeah. but there are some compilations. There are like the the Bandai compilation, the Williams compilation, nice. um, and one other one. No, I think. seriously, but I think that that's a. I've heard really good things about those. It's really really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I put the iPad in there and I got it all set up, and you know, it's just Bluetooth, and it just kind of sits in there. Yeah. And when it sits in there, it just kind of disappears into it, and it looks like mm-hmm. it's a full-on arcade screen, and I'm sitting there like, I'm freaking playing these games now. This is <laughs> awesome. Yeah, super down, fanboy. <laughs> because it works. The the yeah. buttons and everything, it's super responsive, and the, you know, the joystick, and it's got six buttons on, or wait, eight buttons on it. Yeah. Um, so it's got. Probably so you uh, can play defender. And, yeah, I had to turn and look across the room at it. It's sitting on the on the defender table. Defender had over about twenty eight buttons total, I think. Yeah, five joysticks, um, one underneath. So it's controls. it's pretty freaking fantastic. I can actually like now. I'm excited to play these games on the iPad. Where before yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, they're there and it's neat every once in a while, but the controls suck. And but dude, this is awesome. <laughs> cool man for so, 12 bucks you can't yeah. do that oh no no so for extra life we'll just put a camera on it and i'll sit and play that for a little while <laughs> <laughs> well because we it's it's pretty awesome um yeah. so for but beyond that for real games that i played i played one real game okay. and it was pretty much all day saturday okay um and i i i've done enough that i could do the review but i can't tonight i'm to, we We've talked about this, so yeah. I'm going to do it uh, next week. Uh, but it's Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Nice. Which is the Gundam one, of yeah. course. Uh, so big robots and stuff. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and it looks great. I'll say that much. Uh, it it plays really well. I like the Gundam. I like this one, at least. I, I played one of the older Gundam ones on the PS3. And didn't really care for it all that much. This one I was really surprised with. I like this more than the regular Dynasty Warriors, I think. Nice. And I think it's because of the setting, mostly. Um, Because I like... Well, it's everywhere. But I like the sci-fi aspect of it more than, like... Feudal Japan. Feudal China from, you know, 3,000 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I I think it's just more interesting to me um, because it's very sci-fi and it's big robots and who doesn't love big freaking robots yeah, beating awesome. on each other? So uh, yeah, I I really I was getting into it and really enjoying it. Nice. So I'll re- I'll review that next week. You were playing that all uh, day Saturday. I was playing Oddworld all day Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably get a written review up before next week. Cool. Um, but I'll do the the podcast one next week. Nice. Uh, and the other thing, this is weird. For some reason, like I I needed a new show to watch, and I was like, I need something that I've been missing out on. I was looking for some sci fi type thing. Mm. Um, 
Well, there's a lot of cheesy sci-fi out there. Well, I went with Defiance, uh, which is yeah, it's the one that you know they also did the game for. So yeah, I I watched the first episode and I was like, you know what, I I'm, I can get into this. Yeah, and what's <laughs> the deal? Well, I no, I've watched I watched the first season. Oh, okay. Uh, I've only watched the first three episodes. It, and, and Julie Benz is in it, who obviously uh, is, is a favorite. Half of it's it's a lot of Dexter. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, yeah. It's it's got a lot of people that I know and and like. So plus uh, one of my favorites, uh, Mia Kirshner's in it. Yeah. So I mean that that was a draw for me. Uh, well, that's the other kind of cool thing. At least so far, the first couple episodes, the female characters are very strong and very well written. Yes, which I like. So at least for the first couple episodes, I don't know where this is all going. It, it's. <sighs> I, I like it, and I'll probably watch the second season, but I'm kind of hanging on right now. And and you might like mm. it a little bit more, honestly, but I don't know what it is, but something is taking me away from it a little bit, and I don't know if this, it's how the visuals are done, that sort of thing, or I, I just don't know what it is. And I think some of the stuff is a little hack, like some of the story elements they use. Yeah, um, but I like the acting. I like the settings. You know, I, I like what they do. I, I like the female characters, like you said. I think they're written really, really well. Uh, it, it's some cool stuff, but at the same time, it just to me, it feels sometimes like the story elements are very kind of overdone to a certain extent mm-hmm. and seem a little forced to me, at least. So yeah. the one I really have been trying to get into is Continuum. Uh, mm. Which I've watched a few episodes of that, and it's it's a lot of fun too. So that's the one I'm like switching over to right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, well, the weird thing is, like, as I started to, uh, after I watched the first episode, I thought, you know what? Maybe I should just try the game because I know it was like free to play, and I know it's not that great. Yeah, it's um, an MMO. But the I I went to look for it. Uh, I you know I looked it up on the internet. And I started seeing stuff saying that it was turning into totally free. Like, you don't even have to buy the game anymore. Right. And it was supposed to happen last week right. of all times. Right. You know, right yeah, when right I got when into the show, it. I was like, wait, what? What? How? What? And I checked the PSN and I didn't see anything saying that it was free. Right. I, You know, it was still whatever price it was. So I don't know what happened with that, if it's still going to happen. Uh, or it's supposed if, to, because I, I think I just heard something about that not too long ago. Uh, it was supposed to happen last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, but either way, like, it's like seven or eight bucks on Amazon. Yeah, it's... <sighs> I so, played it for a while before I sent it to Ray. And it's interesting, but really there was nothing that set it apart for me. Yeah, uh, it, it seemed kind of MMO clunky. It seemed like it was taxing the system a little much. You know, yeah, I I, I don't expect it to be anything earth shattering, but it, you know, it would be neat to should, play around in that have world. Just had I Ray figured. Send it to you. I'm sure he's not playing it anymore. Oh yeah, you hear that, Ray? If yeah. Not, well, too late. Didn't you buy it from Amazon? No, I didn't buy it at oh. all. Well, no, I didn't even bother buying it because I I saw that it was supposed to be free, yeah. but. You know, I kind of wanted the disc either way, but I, I just have sat on it for now because I'm still watching the show. It's, so it's interesting because a really good friend of mine from Sony uh, left Sony, went to I think it's Nexon. Is it Nexon that made that? 
whoever it was, he went to the, the company that was making it, and he was actually on Defiance. So hmm. they sent us the review copy, and then they were the ones where the San Diego office all of a sudden just got closed up. Mm. And this this friend was actually in Maryland at a job interview when that happened. He was on the plane when it happened. And he and I were emailing back and forth. I'm like, hey, did you get affected by this? He goes, I guess. <laughs> he goes, I haven't heard anything. So he got back, and sure enough, the whole office was closed up, and he had already had the job lined up anyway. So it was kind of weird wow. timing. But uh, the thing is, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it went totally free-to-play because I don't think they had the development resources to really build things up as well as they wanted to after the game came out because that mm-hmm. the, the San Diego office is who built that game. So I, it was it, it was weird timing when all that stuff happened and all of a sudden, oh, we're going to go free-to-play for everything. And then, you know, they were obviously going to go to the nickel and dime strategy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I, it, the game didn't do anything for me, and that's why I was glad that we sent it to Ray because he was really excited for it. He's into those kind of games. And I don't, I don't remember the score he gave it. He, I should look it up. I think it was like a seven because I actually yeah. did go back and read that. I was, you know, I was thinking about it and i knew because i remember doing the banner i like that banner (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh it was like a seven or a uh, 6.5 6.5 yeah it was right around there um but yeah i'm i I don't know I, i figured i'd just try it out i'd like to just see what it's all about um and the other thing I saw was Video Games, the movie. Did you get to watch that? No, I hadn't had a chance. I was going to do it tomorrow. Okay. So that was the one that was a Kickstarter that was a big deal. Yeah. You know, it was going to be all about video games. And I think Zach Braff was attached to it in some way, producing yeah, I think or something. He did well, because he, he, he other... started a production company, and he's got that new indie film coming out like this Friday, and yeah, yeah. So, um, it's not that good. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, wow. it's very rah rah video games. Um, there's no for a documentary, and that's how they set themselves up. We're a documentary about video games, the stuff we love. Uh, there's no opposing viewpoints. There's no, there's nothing. It's all just cheering, cheering about the video game industry and how wonderful it is. And it's very superficial. You get like a little story here and there, but if you know anything about the history of the video game industry, there's so much stuff that they could have dug into that they just don't, you know, and I, I get it. They're covering like a very broad time range, but that's the other thing. They, they bounce all over the timeline. The first, the first five minutes of it, I'd say, they spend throwing so many numbers at you yeah. so quickly. Thirty-two percent of video gamers are blah 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 blah, and then this blah blah blah, you know, and it just gets into so many numbers. I like I wanted to pause it and go back and stop. I was like, wait, what? Wait, I I couldn't keep up with it all, and I'm like, if if this is trying to be the movie all about video games, the movie that you would show to non-gamers, you know, to kind of interest them in that. I would have zoned out right from the beginning and said, fuck this and walked away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I kept watching it and I, I don't know. Like they, there's, there's some, 
it's weird the the places that they decide to dig into a little deeper versus the places that they just kind of skim over are just uh, just mind-boggling at mm. times. It's like there's so much juicy right here and you just pass it up for this little thing, you know? Um, and the way they cross back and forth, they're like, well, here and back in 1956 and then, oh, wait, now we're in 2000, but now we're back in 1992 oh, and now we're up at 1998, but now we're back in 1976 and now we're... They're, they're all over the place. Yeah. It's... I don't know. So... I, I think it's just kind of a missed opportunity. Um, it's heavy on a couple of people. And obviously, I mean, I know they didn't have the budget. They they said they filmed it before they even did the Kickstarter. The Kickstarter was to do all the editing I'm and everything. I'm trying to think if this is the one that they wanted to interview me for. Because there was a video game documentary that they wanted to meet up at an E3 or something. Or it was, it was an event I wasn't going to. And they wanted to interview me for it. And I don't know if it was because this was all big industry people. Well, yeah, that's uh, why I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was this one because I'll find it was, it. it was Will Wheaton, and then it was Cliff Blazinski, and B. then dude, dude, huge, and then somebody from, I think uh, Mark Cerny was in it very briefly. Yeah. Um, uh, Al, Al somebody was in from. It, I know. Yeah, the the guy that uh, did Tomb Raider, but they had the guy that did Tomb Raider. Nolan Bushnell was in it. Sure. Um, you know, just some of the some of the big people, big huge video game people that you would recognize or should recognize. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. It was just kind of a missed opportunity. I think I don't know if it was just the editing or. Or what it was about it. Because then I went to the Kickstarter page and I'm like, wait, let me dig into this and find out what this was all about. They said they had hundreds of hours of footage. Yeah. And, you know, for the Kickstarter backers, if you paid like a certain, like up in 80, 90, 100 bucks, then you would get a Blu-ray with all of the extra footage on it. Holy like crap. all of these hundreds of hours of footage that they didn't put into the movie. And the movie's like an hour and 40 minutes or so. Right. Um, but if they had all that extra footage, you know, I'm wondering if this really was the best choice for the footage that they picked, <laughs> um, or just maybe did it's, and it's tough to shape a narrative like that. It's, it's a very large time span that they were covering. And, you know, I know you have to pick and choose the stories that you tell, but I, I don't think it was very representative or very well represented of gaming as a whole oh, no. when you're calling yourself video games the movie yeah Here, here's the one that they were emailing me about this is last year video gamer the film <laughs> <laughs> is this like the like the uh the cheap knockoffs that they do no they of... were these guys were trying to get kickstarted almost the exact same time <laughs> and they had already done just... a, the, the reason that i thought that thought of this because you said that they had a lot of the footage already. And I remember this guy was telling me that I, we already have all these interviews with like guys from IGN and, and uh, obviously Cliff Blazinski because he never shies away from a camera when it's on him. Because uh, he was saying, like, uh, you know, we've got all these and we really want to talk to you. And uh, I, look, I look forward to the idea of working with PS Nation. I would like to make my blah, blah, blah. I have the email right here. Uh, it's from a guy named Josh Craig who actually directed the film. Uh and this was back, This was last year, so 
I don't remember if he wanted to meet at E3 or what it was because we had this big email back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, like, we talked to each other for a couple of months and all of a sudden, just boom, nothing. And I don't know if it just got killed or what. Let me see if the website even exists anymore. Hmm. Oh, this domain has recently been listed in the marketplace. Please kick here. Nope. Wow. Looks like they didn't get their funding. Yeah. Because I know they tried to kickstart it. Uh, and I think I tweeted it a couple times, and then just nothing happened, I think. Because they didn't do a really good yeah. job of... Uh, oh, they only they only got 5420 pledged out of a $100,000 goal. Ooh. But they just mm. they did a terrible job, like getting the word out and and kind of getting across what they were trying to do and i kept yeah. i kind of told him a few things I'm like you need to kind of explain this better to people so anyway sorry to to distract there but that just, right. well i got the gears turning because i remember something about this like wait is this the same thing and it's not it's just the cheap knockoff <laughs> yeah <laughs> this yeah i, I don't know it, I was a little disappointed. Um, hmm. And there there wasn't much there that even surprised me or I was like, oh, that's an interesting tidbit I didn't know about. There was almost nothing So there. it was a lot of fluff and a lot of stuff you can read in a book or on Wikipedia. Yeah. A lot of fluff and a lot of, oh, video games are awesome. So we should have been in that. They're I mean, so we're, all, we're great at fluff. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was a bit of a disappointment. Oh, it's, right. it's just too... I don't know. Too. It's not in depth enough, I guess you're, you're saying. No. Well, but I, something like this, enough. I would expect to hear some cool stories that you'd never heard before. Yeah. And there was nothing I, like that, huh? That's what I want. I I wanted. I expected some some really cool behind the scenes stuff, or <laughs> or because they even said in the Kickstarter thing at, when I read it afterwards, it's like you'll get to see all this behind the scenes. You'll get to see all these great interviews with people and talking about the history and stuff that you've never heard before and blah, 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 and all this. And it wasn't. Mm. And it wasn't even, you know, they they briefly, very briefly, a lot of people think violence and video games go hand in hand. Okay. And on to other news. Oh, <laughs> you know, it was, I mean, it was even that was so quickly glossed over and just forgotten. It, there was like yeah. next to nothing. It just seems like and they that's really didn't a big have, thing. Well, I mean, it, it seems like they really didn't have a clear path going into it. That they no. just filmed all this footage and they were like, "All right, what are we going to put together from this?" Yeah, yeah, that's crap. and that's especially you know, and it takes. I mean, it takes a strong editor. Yeah, and it's a when you especially when you have that much footage and you really have to sort through it and you really have to get a feel for it and and kind of figure out what the narrative is and and look for that thread across all these different interviews and and just kind of try to put it together and yeah. it just didn't work. Great. I don't no, think. I don't want to watch but, it, but I do. <laughs> you should. You should watch it because I mean, maybe you'll you'll see something I didn't see, but I. I doubt it. I just didn't get much out of it. Because I'm, I'm the I same was... kind of person. I want to. I want to see something new. I want to see like. I want Al Alcorn to be sitting there saying, "Yeah, well, we were designing this stuff for Atari. We were so baked on pot, you know, yeah. just crap like that that you never heard before." But that, like, even see, it's funny because even the interesting stories that I know from from video game history, like none of those were even told. 
Jeez. Like they get to they get to this point, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're going to get into this cool thing that happened, and no, they just right past it, and they're onto something else. Uh. And I'm like, wow. So, yeah. Sounds like it meanders about as much as our podcast does. It does. Oh God. At least it felt that way to me. I mean, maybe maybe it was just me. I I don't know. <laughs> it's never you, Josh. It's always something. No. Yeah, I'm I'm better than that. Yes. <laughs> That's what your mom tells you. Yes. That's what my kid tells me. <laughs> Does he sit in the corner on like a leather chair with a pipe in his mouth and blowing bubbles out of it? Yeah. Tell me what you feel. No, you know, he's got, I got to find that picture of him with the, uh, with the cigar. <laughs> Jesus. It's all wrapped up in the plastic. It was the cigar uh, my brother-in-law gave me when, uh, when he was born. Um, <laughs> But there, just the look on his face. I have to send it to you. It's ridiculous. He looks like, like a like a nineteen forties newspaper editor. You know, there with the with the cigar out. Like you get over there and you do this thing right now. Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy that. Uh, yeah, it's funny. So nice. Yeah, that's that's about it. All right. So out of all that three hours I just spent talking, I played like two things and one of them was nintendo <laughs> yeah i don't think we talked any playstation in the last hour yeah welcome to no. ps nation folks gundam reborn <laughs> that's true that's true it's there it i played a lot of playstation i just played a couple things on xbox one as well because it's, it's the new shiny toy well not really yeah. shiny kind of black and dingy and, and mm. you know we all joke about it but it really does look like a vcr it does i swear it i got out of the box I'm like wow I, this thing well, really does look like a vcr I was looking at them at E3, and they—they yeah. they do. Yeah. They're, it's not a beautiful design, no. but it's very functional. And and when you no. look through the through the slots there, and you can see there's there's it's just a big, huge, empty space yeah. because they do not want to have the warped boards and the screwed up everything they had with the well, 360. That's probably one of the reasons the power supply is still a big prick on the outside. But at the yeah. same time, why is the system like so much bigger than the PS4? Oh, because I know why. Because they used off-the-shelf parts that weren't really made to go into a console. They're not great engineers. They're not. No. Apparently. I mean, because Sony's got their ninjas where they can make <laughs> it super tiny and slick and the power supply is inside and there you go. Yeah. Huh. yeah. No, so. I, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see the, the, just the contrast between the two. Uh, in every way, like even the interface and everything else. And I, I said it, but it's very, very true. Playing on the Xbox One made me want to go back to my PS4 even more. Because we're so spoiled on that system. I mean, yes, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed on both of them. But in terms of getting on and playing games, I'm so much happier with the PS4. So, it's nice having that someone tell you that, yes, you made the right choice, most likely. You know, like, you, you, you got the right system. That's all. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, let's take a break. When we get back, I'll talk some uh, new and tasty. We'll go through some emails. We'll talk some PayPal. And we'll get the frick out of here. We'll be right back.
All right. Well, while Josh feverishly looks for emails, I guess I'll review Oddworld New and Tasty. Now, Josh was supposed to be able to play this ahead of time as well, but uh, some, some things happened with review copies, and uh, he wasn't able to get it yet. So I'll be yeah. the only one talking about it tonight, but hopefully maybe we can talk about it next week uh, a little bit more and see what your feelings are on the game. So, uh, first off, uh, if you were on the live stream, holy crap, uh, thanks for showing up. We had an amazing turnout, uh, and it was great because we had Stuart and we had Mac Glanville on uh, Skype to talk about the game while I played it, which I did pretty well until they told me to go to this next section, which I had not practiced yet, and uh, by their request, I was playing on hard, So, and I'm old, uh, so I was dying a lot, so we got to see a lot of the death animations, which are exactly the same every time. But uh, Oddworld New and Tasty, it is a complete remake of Oddworld Abe's Odyssey from way back in the PlayStation days in 1997. came out on the PlayStation and on PC. And then another company did a conversion to, of all things, Game Boy in 1998. Uh, the game was, was quite beloved, actually. It had some great graphics, had an awesome story, had some really fun... Uh, voice work and just, uh, but the uh, the visuals were one thing that really set that apart. The animation and the visuals themselves, uh, and and it was a great story. And really, this was the game that that set off the franchise. And and there's a ton of games and and just so much going on in in, the, in that universe that uh, it's kind of cool to see this remake come out. And you know, it's it, it's one of those things though that there's so many people that love Oddworld so much that I'm sure Stuart and the rest of the team were just freaking out the entire time. Like, oh, are they going to like it? Are they going to like it? Are they going to yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, it, at its core, it's a uh, it's a platformer, but it's a puzzle platformer. Uh, you play as Abe. I'm not going to give away any story elements, just in case this is your first foray into Oddworld. Uh, you know, if you played Strange's Wrath, you, that was kind of an offshoot, uh, so this isn't the main storyline with the Mudokans and everything else, but uh, you play as Abe, who has pretty much no abilities whatsoever. Uh, he can run, he can jump. And uh, in terms of weapons, he can chant. And with this chant, every now and then, if there's what's called a slig around, he can actually take over their mind and control that slig. But that's pretty much the extent of things for quite a while in the game. Uh, So what you have to do is figure out how to get by all these enemies without actually being able to do anything. Uh, Every now and then you can pick up a rock and throw it, or very, very rarely you can find some grenades and use the grenades to throw them, but you don't have any attacks yourself, you don't have any, like, blocks or anything else, so you have to use your mind in this game. And uh, that's what it's all about. The levels are are huge, Uh, there's a lot of different uh, locales to go to, uh, but they do a great job of even breaking up the gameplay. Like, it's not all just platforming, every now and then you you can ride what's called an Elam, which is mule spell backwards. Uh, and you have kind of these running segments where you have to time your jumps, and and it's kind of like more of an obstacle course situation. Uh, And they did a great job of converting that stuff over to, right now, the PS4. So, Because this game's coming out on pretty much every platform at some point. Uh, But it's it's really cool to see it, because I've been watching... I have the game, but it's back at my house, uh, the original game, so I've been watching some long plays of the PlayStation version, just to kind of see what has been changed and, and you know how things are done. Well, the biggest change, I think, is that the PlayStation version was all static screens. So you would move into an area, it would slide over, and you had the one screen as your area uh, to play in uh, until you walked off the screen into the next area, and, and then it would slide over, and then and you have that. Well, now with this new engine, which this is built on that Unity platform that a lot of people have probably heard about in the past, uh, so this is built all in Unity, and... 
it really afforded them a lot of things and and you know just the visual quality and and uh the lighting especially really stand out in this game but now the game actually scrolls so you don't have these static screens anymore you can scroll back and forth and that kind of forced them uh just in terms of how some of the puzzles are set up forced them to kind of move levers around or move certain certain items around that sort of thing uh and the original game was known for its insane difficulty now some of that difficulty came from the fact that the controls were god-awful back then, uh, be it because they had this great animation and they had let it finish because of the primitive programming back in the day, or if it was by choice. Um, and I don't know why Bitaman and those guys are trying to call me. Yeah, you idiots. <clears throat> uh, but where, where some of that difficulty also came from is obviously the, the tough puzzles. So it's kind of interesting because now it's still a tough game. Uh, even on easy, you still have to figure out the puzzles and all that sort of thing. Uh, but they do give you kind of a couple of options now on how to get through some of the areas or a lot of the areas. Uh, you can play it kind of more stealthy. You can kind of go in and, and, uh, try to be kind of brutish about it, whatever. But the puzzles aren't, aren't all built around a single screen. So you kind of have to, it's kind of like it's all inspired by the original game, but they've had to change it just because of the new design of being able to scroll the screen and everything else. But that's the thing. Just doing that would change the game a lot. It doesn't, it doesn't. They've actually done a really faithful job of it Hmm. because they've added, I mean, it's not like they, they altered the puzzle, but it's still as difficult. But one thing that takes away from the difficulty and takes away, for me, the frustration is the fact that you can quick save now. Because the biggest complaint well, about yeah, the original that's game... A, yeah. That's a huge thing right there. The biggest complaint about the original game that you see everywhere is the fact that the the, uh, the checkpoints were very sparse. And they really weren't laid out very well. So now all you have to do is when you're playing it on PS4, at any point, you just push down on the touchpad and it quick saves the game for you. And you can just load it right back up. It's awesome. But some are going to complain that that makes the game a little bit too easy and there's not as much of a consequence. I, I, I will tell you, you're still going to die a lot uh, because this game is all built around uh, trial and error, basically. And that's how the original game was built and that's how this one is to try to figure out how to get through all the all the different puzzles and everything else. Uh, the nice thing is it's not a puzzle game, though. It's not like you know, you're playing nothing but puzzles. It's almost like every level is in and of itself like its own puzzle, and you kind of have to figure out how to activate certain things. And and it's it, but it's all trial and error. I mean, <clears throat> there's even points in it where like there's another Budokan, and they ask for a password, and that password is actually what's called Game Speak, which is something they started back with the original game. <laughs> so they'll actually like whistle to you, or they'll fart, or they'll laugh, or whatever, and that's controlled with the D-pad. So they'll actually do like. A long whistle, a short whistle, a short whistle, a long whistle, and then a fart, and that's your password. You have to, you basically have to simple Simon that back to the other Mudokin. Well, I mean, there was one point where I actually guessed at one, because if you screw it up, the guy will say "uh uh-uh, uh," and he'll do it over. So I just used trial and error and figured out the puzzle instead of going through the whole thing to find the puzzle or to find the password. So it's kind of cool. I mean, if if you have that kind of tenacity or whatever else, there may be ways that you can get through some some spots in the game. Uh, they've put some other really fun things in the game that I, I'm not going to mention because they want those to be a secret for when you start the game off and, and notice it yourself. But they've done some pretty <laughs> fun stuff. And I, I really think that fans of the original series are going to appreciate what they've done with it. And, you know, Stuart's been on the show a few times saying how big of fans they are of the series. And you can tell when you play the game. It, it's It's so faithful to it. Even, like, the locales and everything else... 
the new visuals are completely inspired by what was on that level originally. It's just they've expanded it out, and, it, and it, 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 there's so much depth now, and, and it still has that seamless uh, transition. Like when you go into a door and all of a sudden back then a video would, would kind of kick in and it would move you back into the background to another spot. They still do all that stuff. But everything in the game has been redone. And it's not because they, they, they wanted to redo it. All the sound files for the game were just so low quality that they wouldn't have worked in this game. Uh, so they redid all the sound. All the music was redone, but they've, they've tweaked it here and there to kind of fit the new layouts of everything. And also, it's reactive now. So when you get into certain spots, like some tense music will start up and kind of bring you into that experience a little bit more. So it's not all static CD music anymore. Uh, but the thing that really gets me the most is the fact that the controls are so much better now. Um, well, yeah, they would have to be, <laughs> considering... Is, yeah. Yeah. But the great thing is, I personally think that they've still kind of captured the feel of the original one. And I think that's something that had to be just incredibly frustrating to try to do. Uh, it, it doesn't play like a Mario. I mean, you still have uh, inertia and momentum and everything to deal with. So, like, when you're running, you can't just stop on a dime. When you try to stop, he'll slide across the, uh, across the ground a little bit. Uh, when you're jumping, you know, he still has to pull himself up. So you have to have that timing just right. Uh, the jumping, like when you're when you're trying to run across and you're trying to jump over gaps and everything, it's not just like Mario. Again, it, it's it's you know you have weight to yourself, and it's weird. Like it, it's not as stiff as the original game was, but it still has that feel, even with the looser controls now. So it's it's very I hate to say it, but it's very odd that you get this this faithful translation, but at the same time they've made it so much better. Uh, they must have spent a lot of time on it. In, in my opinion, they've had to have had. Uh, it's 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 really really good. So it's a lot more playable. You know, again, there might be some diehards out there that are com- going to complain because it's not the same. It's not. It's not as difficult. It's not all digital or whatever. Uh, but I think you have to be really hardcore to not appreciate this game. Uh, it's fantastic. It really is. It's it's uh, it's one that I, re- I really enjoy, love playing in, and and. Uh, uh, it's it had a, I had a smile on my face the whole time I was playing it. So uh, there's some things that I didn't get to do yet. I finished the game, but I didn't get to finish a few things. So I, I really am chomping at the bit to go back in. Uh, the thing is, I can't use my save file because I was on the uh, the other PS4. So I have to start over, which is all right, actually, because there's certain spots. Like, of course, I hit the lever and killed the first Mudaka and that sort of thing. So... Uh, I really can't tell you how great this game is. Even if you've never played an Oddworld game before, this is a great way to start because this is the first game in the universe. This is what started it all. So now you get the opportunity, if you've never seen these games before, this is your opportunity to start playing these games. But you get to play it with so much nicer stuff. All the cool assets and all the redone voices and all the redone sound effects and all the redone music and everything else. Um, you know, it... it, it really feels like a really big budget game and it was made by a team of like 14 people and you can't tell and and i said it in the review and i'll say it here if you didn't know that this series existed before this would be considered such a great start to a new series uh you it just is it's you get all that awesome writing and all that awesome stuff that made the games so popular back in the day but it's been completely updated to the systems of, of this day not to mention it's cross-buy and cross-save. 
So it's cross buy when it comes out on PS3 and Vita, which is coming later on. Uh, you get all that for thirty bucks. Thirty bucks, and then there's people complaining because it's not on a disc. And I get it. You know, you want to be the collector and all that stuff. But just remember, first off, you're getting this game for thirty bucks. It's digital, but you're getting it cross buy, so you're getting it for thirty bucks. You're getting it on three systems. If it was on disc, it'd be sixty bucks, and you get it on one system. So just think of that. Because this is a full-fledged game. This is not some little indie title. This isn't some, you know, five-hour indie title or five... Like a PSN game back in the PS3 days. This is a full-fledged disc-quality title. It's just not on a disc. That's all. So uh, I'm trying to think if I, if I need to cover anything else. Because, again, I, I kind of want to keep things vague uh, in terms of the story, just in case you haven't played the series before. Because I think there's probably a lot of gamers out there that have never even heard of the series before. And I think... This is one that you definitely want to experience. And if they sell 250,000 copies, they're going to have enough money to make the second game in the series, uh, which is uh, Abe's Exodus, and they're going to remake that entire thing. If they sell 500,000 copies, they're actually going to do a new game in the series, a brand new title. So it's, it's pretty badass, and uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I really love the game. I don't really have any complaints about it either. I, I think it's, it's masterfully done. And it's not just because Stuart's a friend of ours, because I think if anybody, Stuart knows that if, if there's something I don't like about it, I'll tell him to his face. And I, I'm serious. I think they, they've exceeded any expectations in this game. Uh, I gave it a 9 out of 10. And, um, yeah, I, I just, you, you, people need to buy this one. It's, it's, it's awesome. So hopefully you'll play it next or this week if it ever activates. And uh, we can talk about it next <laughs> yeah. week some more. Yeah, um, I mean both of them the the original Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus are both PS One classics on the PSN. That's true. Yeah. So you can get them. Yes. Um, to play them, they're they're a bit of an exercise in they're frustration. Rough. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> rough games. I mean, but they were cool looking, and they yeah. were. Very unique, and I I have the original discs, and I I bought the PS One classics so that I could have them on the PS Three, yep. PSP, whatever. Um, and now on the Vita, actually, yeah. put them on there. But uh, yeah, it's I'm I like this. Um, you know, I, I liked that we got Stranger's Wrath, which was never on a PlayStation platform, right? And I like that they're doing this now too. So, and the thing is, like, Stranger's Wrath was a really well done kind of HDification, but it wasn't a remake. They took a lot of the original code and just kind of brought it up to like today's standards on PS3. Yeah, this one was completely rebuilt from scratch. Like, none of the assets were used whatsoever. All the videos were redone. You know, like all the cinematics, all the sound effects, all the visuals, everything. Lauren redid Abe's voice. Uh, there's actually a couple of guest voices in the game. That I'm not going to mention who they are, but uh, they're pretty popular people. Um, a lot of the surprises are there from the original PlayStation game. Uh, there's a very specific reason that we used the E3 build for the live stream uh, when we did the live stream last Wednesday, and that is because there's a big surprise toward the beginning of the game that we didn't want to reveal, and they didn't want to reveal. So we used the E3 build so that we could get away from not showing that. So there's some great stuff in there, but literally, like, this is made by fans of the, of the game. And you can tell in every aspect. Like, they work their hearts out on this game. And you can tell. 
It's not sloppy. It's incredibly, incredibly solid. And it's, man, is it gorgeous. Like, I would just take these times and just, like, kind of, like, check out the lighting and check out the depth. The artists that they got worked, that worked on this game were just fantastic. So, it really does. It, it, it's, it's a very impressive title from beginning to end. And it's so much fun. And it's so funny. Great story elements. So, I, I wish more remakes were done like this. Honestly. <laughs> So anyway, uh, PayPal stuff. I may have to do an email before we do PayPal. Let me see if I can find PayPal here. Because uh, we did have a couple this week. Uh, and we actually got an e- Did you send the email that we got from this one? I don't think you did. So maybe I'll read that too. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, we did get a couple of new donations, which we thank everybody so much for. Uh, so let's see, this is the 18th, okay, so first off is 20 bucks from James Harris. Wow. Yeah, whoa, dude. Uh, he says, just a little thank you for all the hard work you guys do, been listening since Mark was ripping into the PS3 version of Bayonetta and telling everyone how much better it was on the 360, which it was. Little did I know how much I would come to depend on you guys for my D, uh, it cut him off. So, sorry about that. Hopefully your our D doesn't mean what I think it means, uh, but thank you so much, James. That that is is pretty awesome right there. Uh, next up from Keith McKinnon, we got five bucks from Keith. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then let's see here. I think this is a monthly one, so that one's done. Okay, so then this last one. I'm trying to find it though. Uh, well, I'll just read the email. <clears throat> so this is from Mike Snyder. He says, hey, Glenn and Josh, I've been a regular listener for quite a while now. Well, maybe a year. I've used your Amazon affiliate link in the past, possibly for pre-orders, so maybe you don't see a benefit from that until the games are released. That's exactly it. I just did an $8 donation via PayPal. It's not much. Sure it is. Yeah, it's it definitely, is. yeah, that's great. Uh, but it sounds like these are adding up for you guys. I don't. I didn't schedule anything monthly, but I might in the future. Thank you. Anyway, I'm emailing the hosts of a few gaming podcasts. Oh, this is really cool, too. I, I read this. Uh, I'm emailing the hosts of a few gaming podcasts I frequent to mention a podcast that my daughter and I started. This is so adorable. Uh, I resisted at first because she really wanted to start something, and she's only eight. So I figured it would be <laughs> a good experience. Please tell me she never listens to this podcast. Uh, it's, of course, about video games and can be found in all the usual places, iTunes, etc., etc. The website is... Uh, videogamegenerations.com that's video game generations anyway I don't know your policy on mentioning stuff like this in our show but she's kind of losing faith uh, since we don't have any listeners well maybe a couple but I figure it's people I, I know already and uh, anyway it, it's by no means the competition for PlayStation Nation I don't think we care about competition uh, just something well, I fun don't we know. No, but this is cool. Him and his eight-year-old daughter. I don't want daughter. them to overtake us, man. Eh, well, if she's adorable like like she probably is, we're we're screwed. If they set up an Amazon affiliate link, I'm <laughs> I'm bold. gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh, thanks for all you guys do. I'm beginning to realize the effort it takes. So keep up the good work, Mike from Wichita, Kansas. Well, he's from Kansas. I got to help out a brother, ah. fellow Kansan. That is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I, I normally don't listen to video game podcasts or anything, but uh, I'm gonna check it out because hearing an eight year old daughter with his, with her father has just got to be interesting as hell. Mm-hmm. 
But thanks for the eight bucks, sir. That that uh, that is definitely significant. Well, I'm going to listen to episode two where they discuss the upcoming season of Doctor Who. What? And then Double Fine Games, Portal, Quantum Conundrum, Puppeteer, and others. Holy crap. Yeah, we'll have so, to check yeah. it out. Oh, and he reads off a Destiny beta code just waiting to be... Cl- oh, speaking of which, I was supposed to tweet some stuff today. Damn. Oops. I think I'm out of beta yeah. codes. Oh, by the way, uh, I got a hold of uh, an Xbox One beta code for Destiny, so I'll be able to compare that, too. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool. Uh, I forgot to mention that about Destiny. It actually uh, makes everything persistent in the world. So when I went over to the PS3 version, I had all my stuff from the PS4 one. Hmm. So that was really cool that they did that. I'm, I'm happy about that one. But again, it's an MMO, so why wouldn't they do that? So, All right, well, you want to read the next email? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It it says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, uh, this is from Marcin. Marcin, Marcin, Marcin. I think it's Marcin. Yeah, Marcin. Uh, okay. First of all, you do a great job. Yeah, you do. And Josh. the reason, and the reason I bought a PS Vita, and are the reason I bought a PS Vita. I don't oh. do a great job here. I can't even read. Uh, you do, first of all, you do a great job and are the reason I bought a PS Vita Borderlands 2 bundle. Nice. nice. Uh, I have used your Amazon links and that's how I order everything now. Yay! Yay. I do have a question about the PS4 trophy system. Oh yeah, we're the ones to ask about that. Well, when do you think or can you ask some of your sources when they will automatically sync? The PS3 syncs automatically, but the PS4 doesn't. I believe it does. It's just a setting yeah. uh, in the... I, mm, I thought it either syncs when, at a certain time every night, like the PS3 does, you have to schedule yeah. it. It's got to, because I see... Hmm. I believe it does. Hang on, I'm starting my PS4 from here. <laughs> Give me a second. Hmm. But I'm, I'm almost positive that it does, that uh, well, see, you actually... I can't test it because um, when I played Killzone Shadowfall, I, I played the uh, uh, campaign before the PS4 came out, and it totally screwed up my trophy database. So now if I try to sync my, my trophies on my, on my main PS4, it airs out every time. Uh, because of the Killzone trophies. So I have to actually play through the campaign on Killzone Shadowfall again on this PS4 so that it fixes everything. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> I can't even tell you. But it's weird. I got uh, all the new trophies in it, but I don't know. It's here somewhere. I know it is. <laughs> I'm looking. It'll be I'm in looking. settings, probably in PSN. Yeah, that's where I'm looking. Uh... Da, 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 da. Account information activated as your primary piece of No. Uh, Crim. Let's start with the wrong PS4. It's under, no, it's not there. Uh, network? No. <laughs> I know. I, I'm sure it's here somewhere. Hang on. 
This is great. This is, this, is, this is an awesome, post, awesome podcast. Every week we do this kind of crap where we just like mull over something for a half an hour. Uh oh oh. No, that's the wrong mm. one. Wait, no, wait, Fuck. wait. Is this it? Is it wait? wait no, wait. that's not is it. Is this it? Download update files for system software. Files for applications. Save data. Oh. <laughs> I, for one, am riveted to this. You should be, because this is fascinating. Uh, you know what? I don't see the option there. But it, it must do it, because I've never manually gone in there and done anything, but all my data's there. Hmm. Hang on. Options. Options. Hmm. Well, that's really weird. I don't know. I I don't see... I mean, when you're on the trophy screen, you can bring up options and it says sync trophies with PSN, but every time you bring up the the screen, it just automatically syncs. Yeah. But I know that it syncs on its own because the moment I brought up the screen, Mm -hmm. Dynasty Warriors Gundam was there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it happens like overnight. It has to. It must just do it on its own overnight. So maybe he's shutting down the system entirely, and that's why it's not syncing. Like I always put mine in standby. Yeah, and that might be it. Um, boy, listen to us. Yeah, big authority on the subject here. Um, (laughs) for years I've established the fact that I I don't care about trophies. But this, yeah, I, I I thought there was a setting there somewhere. The setting is for all the other data, save data and everything else. Um, I, I'm pretty sure because I always keep mine in standby. So it must be just one of those things that automatically does in the middle of the night when it's on standby. I thought so. Um, it would have to be because, yeah. because I'll do something on the PS4 and shut down. You know, I'll play the game and shut down, you know, standby, whatever. And when I go to the Vita, that data's there in the trophy list. Yeah. So it's it's getting there somehow. Um, yeah. Standby. That's my guess. <laughs> Probably. Or Speaking um, of which, make sure it's on the internet. Oh, yeah, that's that the problem. Too. You don't have it on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, now this other thing. Also, when do you think that the share button will be fixed? Mine doesn't record oh. automatically unless I force record, so I miss all the cool moments. Yeah, that's, that's by design part. right now. So what you have to do to start recording is you have to tap share twice. So you have to, have to go boom, but you boom. Can, you, can re- you can go into the settings and change that. I don't think there's a way to do it automatically right now. Wait a I second. think you have to start set it off by hitting the button twice but the thing is then no, it happens but I'm saying, the whole time you're playing that game it just keeps doing the 15 minute increments but I'm saying in the settings and now that I turned my PS4 off uh, in the settings you should be able to change that so that it's just one tap yeah 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 uh, there's a behavior thing so you um, can decide you know one tap does a screenshot or one tap does recording or one tap brings up the menu screen for it you know, you can. I thought it, there were only two options. I thought one of them was 
Uh, if you hit share, you get a screenshot. And I thought the other one oh, geez, was not to start again. recording. I thought the other option was to bring up the share screen. Unless they added a third option, but it's always been two options since it came out. Uh, here we go again. I, I use share Booting a lot, up. so just saying. Uh, so his PSNI or her or somebody, two underscores really... I know. Oh, jeez. Uh, M9 underscore underscore prime. Uh, really? No wonder you, nobody can find you. Who uses two underscores in their name? Come on. Might as well just use an ampersand while you're at it. If that's allowed. All right. Hang on. <laughs> Are you just trying to stretch this out so we hit three hours? I'm trying. Well, you know, mm. there's all those problems with it being. Oh, wait, that's options. Derp. Derp a derp. Okay. Uh, oh, God. You're even boring me now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you starting a new podcast and you're trying to, get, trying to get people to leave here? I'm trying. Yeah, I knew it. Wii U Nation. I'm trying. Oh, share settings. Here we go. Wow. Share button control type. All right. I think it's only two options. No, no, no. You're wrong. It was three. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, but double press is always video. Yeah. <laughs> but it is three options. Um, okay. No. Uh, yeah, double press is always video. Um, yeah, so all you have to do is you have to hit tap, tap, and that starts the recording process. It starts the DVR process. If you get to a point where you want to share the video, um, hold down the share button to go into the menu, or if you have it where you tap it once, it goes in the menu. Uh, it should, at that point, let you hit square to save the last 15 minutes of video. And it should just save it off to your hard drive. It also depends on the game, and I think, because um, <clears throat> they did say that uh, developers slash publishers have control over what you're allowed to record and what not. Yeah. So some games do act a little different than others. Like Battlefield, for a long time, would pretty much just record everything, and then it just stopped. And uh, there's some other games, too, that won't record unless you actually set it off. So it kind of depends on the game as well, and I think they did that because some... I know there's one game that... uh, I think it was Wolfenstein, maybe? That would actually stop recording during cutscenes that I just played recently. I think it was either Wolfenstein or something else, or obviously something else. Uh, but there was a game that when the when the uh, when the cinematics happened, it would stop recording completely. Hmm. So it, it's kind of up to the developer slash publisher as well. But yeah, it's still cool to have. I never realized we'd use share as much as we do. It's kind of funny when Stoffinator and I and all the other guys are playing Battlefield and like Hillstream and Allstream. So then we have two different pers- different perspectives recorded. It's pretty awesome. All right, are we done with that? That meandering yes. whistle? Yeah, all right. That meandering one little paragraph. No. no Good luck with the next one. You, yeah, I see this. Jeez, man. <laughs> our, uh, this next one is from someone that's on Twitter quite a bit. Uh, this is from our friend John Payant. Payant? I never understood how to say his name. Uh, hello, Glenn and Josh and all of PS Nation. I am John Payant. And I've been a proud member of the community for about two years All now. of PS Nation, they all tuned out after that yeah, debacle exactly. of an email yeah. to start this We're whole boned. thing. It's, it's all his fault, John. Just remember that. Uh, or since a random tweet about a Zen pinball tournament led me to your site. 
I have yet to miss a podcast since, and you have easily gone, oh, really? We're going to go to puns? You've easily gone beyond the PlayStation podcast over at the three-letter website, for me at least. I'm thrilled to buy everything on Amazon through your link. Yay! Including my PS4 and the pre-order for the white PS4 with Destiny. You bastard, I want that so bad. And my new 64-gig Vita memory card. Nice. In addition to happily supporting you through my monthly PayPal donation. Holy crap, dude. Uh, I also also I thank you for being both uh, so friendly on Twitter when I at jpants70 by the way on Twitter uh, when I hit you up with a question or info I ask you to RT I even make sure to I bring my PS Nation travel mug into my meetings here at my banking job oh the poor guy works in banking I did that for three years never again uh, anywho the questions uh, anywho the question oh finally we get to the questions <laughs> first. Back when I started listening, you guys were talking about a rugby game you had imported, and I believe Josh really liked, and Josh kept, by the way, after I bought it. I've, hey. I've searched and have come across a couple of options, but I wanted to know which one it was so I, per- I, I can purchase the correct one. I don't believe there was a proper review on the site. Yeah, Josh, who kept the game. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, all right. First, I'm just going to say John was the one with... Uh the ad problems on the site earlier today. Yeah, I remember that. Bring that up. <laughs> he, uh, he all of a sudden he decided to tweet at us today and get all riled up and say, uh, what was it like? I, I didn't know PS Nation was affiliated with trying to find online Russian brides. There is a box on the left where, yeah. after where the affiliates are, that was Russian dating. Now it's Frank and Oak manly style. What? <laughs> but the thing is, those are Google ads and they feed off of like your your history they're yep. supposed to because when i go there i see something from think geek and i see something from i think new right now and so he was saying that and we're like uh no we don't have specific ads like that it's just whatever you have in your history no i don't i'm at work i don't look for that stuff at work blah 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 <laughs> man what do i have right now i have uh one for chromecast and i have one for Storm, Stormfall, Act of War, some online game, shitty, blah blah blah. Mine is Mary Kate Nash. I mean, it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> LGG Watch on Google Play. What the? Fuck? I don't know what the hell that is. And Square Enix deals, Green Man Gaming by nice. now. And now if I go back to the original screen, uh, or the, the front page on psnation.com, I see free zip for Mac. Okay. And then I see the one you saw, Frank and Oak, manly style, under 50 bucks. Oh. With a dude with a big old beard. Yeah. Wait. It's a bear site. I get the Square Enix deals again, <laughs> and I get one that's something in Flash. That, and I get a bear uh, and a Flash suit. blocker. So let me <laughs> see what it is. Stormfall, a storm awaits Oh, it's the same you. one I saw. All right. Yeah. So anyway, John, uh, what was this question? Oh, the rugby game. Do you remember what that is? Because you and I played that for extra. Like, Jonah Lomu. What is it? Jonah Lomu rugby. And it was on PS3, wasn't it? Dealy something. Yes. PS3. Hang on. I'll get you but the But it wasn't rugby. Title. It was like, wasn't it Australian football? Or was no, it rugby? No, it was Jonah Lomu rugby okay. something. Hang on, let me. I'll get you the exact title. And I found it on Amazon. Actually, I bought Jonah it on Amazon. Lomu rugby challenge. Okay. Yes, 2011. Okay. Is when it came out. You should do a search on Amazon and see if there's a new one. 
Uh, it was a cool game, but we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> but it was still fun. Once we figured some stuff out. The worst part was you get in the scrums and you don't know what the hell to do. You're like, uh, I'm just in the scrum. What do I do? I touched him. Yep. Bad touch. Okay, while you're looking at that, uh, second and most important, what is up with the Ratchet & Clank trilogy on Vita coming to the U.S.? It is out in, in Europe and Australia, but no word on when it will drop here. I know soon. This, yeah, it's supposed to be really soon, actually. Really soon. I actually thought it was tomorrow. Uh, I know the Sly Collection released in Europe first as well, but I believe God of War, t- and I believe God of War 2. What gives? I just really want those games on the go, and I would like to know when that would be possible. Well, don't we all? And you played Ratchet a little bit at uh, E3, right? Yeah. And but, it was good. Yeah, all right. It it actually played really, really well. Uh, didn't really seem to have any problems with frame rate or, or anything. It, it felt like the Sly Collection feels on... Hmm. The Vita. Um, that was just what I played a bit. I didn't get to play too long. Yeah, and I was going to say, let, let's qualify that by saying that was a probably five, ten minute session at E3. So yeah. you never um, know about the final game. So Jonah Lomu Rugby Challenge is at Amazon for twenty six seventy seven right now. Well, that's a lot cheaper than I paid. And it is available on the Vita for forty three ninety seven. Ooh. Uh and it is, there is Rugby Challenge 2, the Lions Tour edition Two. for the PS3. And that is $73. <clears throat> so, yeah. Wow. Uh, so those are available. There you go. Right now. Uh, and then he follows up, or he ends it with, Thanks, guys. Oh, and the Oddworld gameplay live stream was great. I hope you can continue to score exclusives. I think you and the whole crew <laughs> deserve it. Keep up the great work, and thanks. Thanks, John. That was a good time. Man, I can, I still cannot believe the turnout we had for Oddworld. It was insane. Uh, and it was so great. I mean, the, the commentary was really good. We only had really one bad commenter, and uh, our guys were on there kind of policing things. So... We want to look for a way, uh, we might look for a way for some of these live streams to maybe even get, um, like, either Stoffinator or Dave or somebody else, one of our writers, to get on Skype with us and kind of read some of the questions, like, kind of be a moderator. So I think we're going to try to do that the next time we do one of these. It's a good idea. Yeah. And uh, keep your eyes out if you're into into Zen Pinball. Uh, There's going to be a new table announced soon. And somebody actually found it already on Twitter, but I'm not going to say what it is. Um... But uh, there's going to be a new table announced soon, and I think we're going to try to live stream that maybe even end of this week or early next week. So keep your eyes up for that on Twitter. So, All right. Yeah. All right. Last one. That's another big one. All right. Uh, this one is from Jean-Francois Chabot. Well, look Chabot. Ah, yes. Chabot. J.F. Chabot. I think he goes by. Chabot. Chabot. Oh, that's the Chabot guy. Uh, Jean Francois. Jean Francis Chabot. Chabot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, hi, Glenn C. Double N and Josh. My name is Jean Francis Chabot. <laughs> but everybody but my mom is calling me JF and much more English speaking folks friendly. But I do remember that one of you pronounced my name nearly perfectly. Yep, Gene Francis Chabot. <laughs> Got it. Jesus. 
<laughs> no. Uh, sorry if my English is shitty, but I'm French-Canadian. Eh, don't uh, worry about it. Josh is here, so he can just be shittier. The Canadian part is really important. Those France puss... Just kidding. <laughs> Cheesy surrender monkeys. Uh, I didn't say that. That was Glenn. <laughs> Josh made me say it. I'm a listener since a couple of years now. I do remember hearing Joel on a stick joke, so Good. it can give you an idea of how long I've been listening to the podcast. It's more than a couple of years then. Yeah. In fact, I think I lost my podcast cherry with PS Nation. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Did it hurt? <laughs> As the title of my email says, I just wanted to say hi and uh-huh. keep up the good work. Well, hi. I really do hope that one day you could fulfill your dream of working full-time on the podcast and all the related stuff. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, buy more stuff. We have, a, we have a Canada Amazon link. Come on. This this is the big one. All though. right. This, I read this uh, last week. I had to go find this because I remembered it when I was doing the email here. Um the other part of the title is to say thanks for a lot of things. First of all, you guys are my inspiration for what you do with Extra Life. Ah. 2014 will be my third year, and beside my family, my involvement in Extra Life is one thing I've done and I'll keep doing that I'm most proud of. In fact, the last weekend, May 31st, uh, there was a telethon for sick kids in the province of Quebec. It's called... Operation Enfant Soleil. Uh, Listen to OES. you. Hey, I know my French. Wow. Um, is actually the French-Canadian version of Children's Miracles Network. And you know what? For the first time in OES's telethon history, a big cardboard check was presented for the cash raised by Quebec's Extra Lifers. In 2012, we were only 120 Extra Lifers in Quebec and raised $8,800. Holy crap. For the 2013 Extra Life event, we were now 288 Extra Lifers and raised $43,290. Wow. We were ranked sixth for growth in North America, and I'm proud to have taken a big part in this growth because of my involvement and my dedication in Extra Life, which, which is still not well known enough here, but I'm working my ass off to change that. Nice. But you know whom also should be proud of this... Uh, should be proud for this big you guys. Not only you've helped already countless sick kids with your involvement in Extra Life, but you've also inspired a French Canadian. Go Habs, go! <laughs> yes, I do know what that means. Uh, Even I know what uh, that means. A French Canadian, nobody to get involved to help his local sick kids. As I said, my fellow Extra Lifers, be proud of what you're doing. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, also, Glenn uh, helped me in choosing the right stuff to have great streaming quality for my 2014 Extra Life event. Yeah. Thanks again for everything. By the way, oh, see, now he's got questions. Oh, sure. What butter us crap? all up and then for the question. <laughs> I see how it's going to be. Uh, do you think we could see backward compatibility getting back to PS4? I mean, by emulation. And do you think we will have to repay. Uh, for games that we already own for PlayStation Now, or can we hope to have something to check that we do have a PS3 physical copy a la Assassin's Creed 4? You know, this is interesting because somebody just either emailed or messaged or something today and said that, and, and this is totally unfounded, I have not proven this yet or anything else, but this person said that there was a game on PlayStation Now that he actually owns on the digital store. 
and it was Freeform on Now. Huh. So I haven't had a chance to go in and look at Now yet to, to like verify that or anything, but that, I mean, the, the thing is, everybody has all these questions about PlayStation Now, and guess what? We have no answers. They won't tell yeah. us anything. They, they're keeping it all secret because, quite frankly, I don't think they know yet. Yeah, I think it's all still fluid, and, yeah. and it's kind of up in the air. The backward compatibility thing, though, I think it's less and less likely with PlayStation Now coming. I've heard from three people now that there's already... How do I say this democratically? There's already evidence that... Say yes, Republican-ly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> spend a lot of money and hate people that don't like God. Um, this is coming from a guy that is in, his initials are GOP, by the way. Um, I, I've heard from three different people that there is most likely... I'm not going to say definitively because I don't want to get in trouble. Most likely already some support being built into the uh, firmware slash OS of the PS4 that's going to have native support for PS1, PS2. See, I thought that that was like floating around for a while. Um, the, but the, the word about it has been floating around for a while, but I've now heard from three different people that the code is actually there. See, it would be cool because then you can just, you know, whatever you bought, PS1, PS2 classics, you can then just drop them over. But well, if it's uh, that's a but if different. it's like the actual the actual emulation that you can drop your discs in, that would be that's even what this more is all insanely about. This awesome. Is not about download stuff because that already has a wrapper on it. Uh, this is about being able to put your PS1 slash PS2 discs in the PS4 and play them. That I would love. And again, this is not confirmed. This is three different people telling me this. Three very different people that don't work with each other. But, again, until we see it... Because there's other stuff that I've seen personally with my own two eyes that never came to fruition. Um, so take it for what it is. But, yeah. I, well, the, as far as I know, do. they're going to have it eventually that you can put your disc in the system and it'll play. Well... They may never release it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, you know, it could, um, it could it could be 100% done and running, and they'll never release it because they want to keep everybody on PlayStation now. You just yeah. don't know. So don't get mad. Don't freak out. Just take it for what it is because nobody's saying nothing. And that's the problem. I mean, we can sit here and speculate all we want, and the internet can go off on a ta- on, on just a blowout like it usually does. But at the end of the day, nobody is saying anything. And until somebody actually says something concrete, it's all a guessing game. So well, I just don't want to set expectations very high. I would like to <laughs> see. Go. Yeah, I'm yawning. I'm I'm in bad shape here. Uh, what I would like to see is everything's all quiet uh, until next E3. You know, PlayStation Now is out at that point, and people have people like it, people hate it. You know, it's yeah. standard. It's <laughs> you got Why is it this game on there? Fuck you, Sony! Yeah, doing their things. Yeah, um, they lied. <laughs> they lied to me. So, um, but what I would like to see happen there is that's all available, and 
then at E3, they go, okay, this has been a success and there's this many people using it and blah, 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 blah. Oh, and by the way, starting this week, PS1, PS2, and PS3 backward compatibility will be in the next firmware update, which drops on Friday. So PS3 and, is, is the wild card because of the complexity of the cell. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, PlayStation has already... Sony has already built emulation for PS1 and PS2. That's what's in PS3. Um, so that's why it seems like that's going to be the easy choice for putting it on PS4. PS3, I don't think we'll ever see, and I think that's where PlayStation Now is going to come in very, very tough, like or very hard. Like They're going to shove a lot of PS3 stuff at us on PlayStation Now. PS1 and PS2, I think the emulation, if it's going to happen, is actually going to happen before PlayStation Now hits. Because I don't think that they're going to be pushing too much of that stuff on now. It's going to be mostly PS3. So that's kind of how things sound. Um, Again, it's a lot of... This is what I think is going to happen. I saw this happen. I saw this. I heard about this. So that's why we don't post rumors on the website. Because I hear so much shit. And you never know if it's going to happen or not. And I feel bad. And it sucks. Because I would love to tell everybody like what we hear all the time. But I can't. Because sometimes I hear something that if I ever said it, they would know exactly who it came from and they'd probably get fired. But at other times I don't say it because you just don't know if it's ever going to happen or not. So it's such a catch-22. Well, I I don't know. I, I would like to see. I know it's very complex and it would be incredibly difficult. I don't think PS3 will ever happen. But really it would no. be it would be awesome if all three of them were on there and it was it was doing you know what somebody thinks happened on PlayStation Now that if you drop your disc in there yeah you can but uh, I don't know there, it makes no sense at that point if you drop your disc in there and you can play it why would you need it on PlayStation Now well but it would I be mean- nice if you could drop your disc in there and then it. It syncs that to your account and says, you do own this. So when you go to play it on your Vita, you can play it for free on your Vita. Yeah, I mean, there is a benefit to using it, like putting the disc in, having it verify and playing over PlayStation Now. And the benefit is that, number one, you don't have to wait for an install to happen because a lot of PS3 games had installs. Uh, You don't have to worry about some of the incompatibilities or any incompatibility for that matter because um, you're you're validating that you own the disc, but it's not running (coughs) off that disc. It's running off of the virtual machine on on the PlayStation Now side of things. So that's where you get the benefit, is that they don't have to put all this development into getting it working locally on the PS4. They just run it off a PlayStation Now session. Where the drawbacks are is the fact that, yeah, it's off of a virtual machine somewhere off in the cloud, but also that, um, you know, if you don't have an online connection, it's not going to work. So, I mean, there are yeah. some, some benefits, there are some, some downsides, but at the end of the day, I think, honestly, if, if we were able to take our discs from any one of the three systems, like you said, and drop it in there, and have it even pull up a PlayStation Now session for it, it'd be amazing. Because now we have one yeah. console, we don't have to have all the other stuff hooked up, we have one console, you throw everything in, and it just works. Even though it might not be playing off the system, a lot of people won't even know. And like you said, maybe even playing it on the Vita somehow so it's a great idea like i said what i've heard is ps1 ps2 is already in the code ps3 is probably not going to happen locally yeah 
I don't think they ever do that thing with the Vita, though, because it comes down to, well, I could borrow the game from somebody and throw it in. Well, but that's fine. I mean, it's still still a purchased game and all that stuff. But, I mean, at this point, you're not going to stop anybody from buying a used copy for seven bucks anyway. Yeah. But just think, like, you could could take a game, pop it into your PS4, have it... um, you know, verifying everything else on PlayStation Now, but then you pull up that Now session on your Vita and play it there. That would be cool. <clears throat> How awesome would that be? Like, being able to play God of War 3 on your Vita because it's in your PS4 and verified. I mean, just stuff like that. The the the, the possibilities are so crazy with PlayStation Now, especially because the Vita is already set up to be a PlayStation Now client. They they built that hardware to be kind of not future-proofed, but to definitely plan for the future a little bit. And there's so much memory on that thing, it can handle all this stuff. Because honestly, from what it sounds like, the Vita is a better PlayStation Now client than even the PS3 is. Well, so, the Vita can do more than 100 people on your friends list. Well, not just PS3 that. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a lot more RAM, it's got a lot more of everything. But that's, so. yeah, that's the thing. The Vita is... Sadly, oddly, more powerful. Well, but in it's some newer ways. hardware, and that, that kind of happens. But they were yeah. really, they were very ingenious in how they designed that hardware. It's it's really built to be more than just a little game console. It's built to oh, get off a, of Mark Cerny's balls. Oh, shut up! No, he didn't do anything <laughs> with the Vita. What the hell? Yeah, he was. No, he yeah, did. No, yes, not that did. much. Uh, go look it up. Anyway, no, the now stuff is really interesting. It's working great. I mean. The problem is the games on there suck balls, but uh, and I'm not going to pay for the games right now. I just, I'm just not. There's nothing yeah, on there that I feel so compelled to play. I stopped looking at PlayStation now when they went to pay. Well, I mean, there's a few of them that aren't. I should go back and four. look. I think there's like yeah. four or five titles, but like I said, now I want to look tonight when we're done because that guy was saying that he saw a game on there that he owns. <sighs> Damn it! It's free for him. You know. I just turned my <laughs> PS4 on to try the Abe's uh, new and tasty code. Yeah, it still doesn't work. It still doesn't work. And I think it's, I I just think it's going to activate it when everybody else that did the download happens. Yeah, well, I just turned it off, and now you're making me turn it back on again so I can go into fucking PlayStation now. You're making me do it, you son of a... Shut up. I don't even know what input I'm on. Man, I've got so much shit running here now. It's coming up. Here we go. The fuck is my... Mm. 18 seconds till we hit three hours. Oh, God. Uh, minus well, the... Uh, there, I know. Don't. I never count that. Huh. PlayStation down. Yeah, I can't find what input I'm supposed you? to be on. Damn it. Oh, wow. How funny is that? I never downloaded PlayStation now to this PS4. <laughs> We're not waiting for that. Move on. Nope. Downloading. God. Hey, I got bandwidth coming out my ass. I can download this. Oh, that's on the other PS4 too? Jesus. There. God. I've got all these controllers and I don't know what they're synced up with. Hey, look at that. It's already downloaded. <laughs> yeah, it's a really small client. But then you got to set everything up. I don't have to set nothing up. Like, really, really lamb. Like, totally lamb. Uh, was that the end of his email? Yeah, all right. Yes, it was. Thank you, Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois Chabot. All right, all games. Let's see. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, let's see. Um, 
No, I own Back to the Future, and they want me to pay for that. Really? All right. Yeah. So that's See, that person not was wrong. The case. It just must have been a random thing. Yeah, that I might own be baseball too. Yeah, stars too, to check it. and they, and Bionic Commando. Yeah, all these things Bionic I own. They want me to pay Holy for. Holy crap! Bionic Commando, Chime Super Deluxe. Are you on the PS3 or PS4? PS4. Hmm. Blaze Blue. Wow. Both Blaze Blues. Wow. There's like really good games on here now. Critter Crunch is free. Hmm. Well, back really good on games on here now. Oh my gosh. Disc. Baseball Stars 2. Yeah, I own that one. Big Sky Infinity I own. They want me to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that person was wrong. There's 83 games on here Damn. now. Damn. Cam- Capcom Arcade all in one pack. Crazy Taxi. Critter Crunch. Dead Rising 2, man. Pixel Junk Eden. Darksiders is on here for three bucks. Pixel Junk Shooter. Wow. 90 Days for 15 bucks. Saints Row 2 and 3. Dragon's Lair! The whole Sam and Max. Dude, Farming Simulator. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Sonic CD. That's been on there for a while. It's one of the Ender's HD collection. I saw that before. It's it's the entire collection. 25 for 90 days, but you can buy it for that almost. You can buy it for less than that. Yeah. Which is great because that patch came out. It's actually really good now. But that's, well, you can buy it for less than that. But if you only have a PS4 and you sold your PS3. Oh, yeah, then you're boned. That's the only way to play it. Yeah, true. Well, there's a lot of good stuff on here now. Yeah. Wow. All right. So anyway, we're going to end this thing now instead of just Looking at her PlayStation Now lists and shit. Are we? Yeah, we're going to have Just Cause 2. Oh, God. You can play it all over again. I need to get my save over there. I do like how they did all that integration with like the save files and the trophies and everything else. It's kind of cool. It pulls up like this little mini XMB and only has a couple things on it. But it's nice how they did that. Yeah. It's, it's impressive. All right. Well, if you want to join us or even talk to us or anything else, you can do that a lot of different ways. You can go over to the Facebook group and join the Facebook group. You can go to the Facebook page and like it. Uh, that's where all of our posts go. So if we post anything on the website, it goes up on those two spots right there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. So you can find Josh on Twitter at PJFJosh, or you can find the main account at PS Nation. You can send us a voicemail if you'd like. You can call us on <laughs> Skype at WDT-Torgo. Or you can call the regular voicemail line at 408-657-VITA. That's 408-657-8482. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher. If you listen to your podcast on Stitcher, you go to the video game section. You can find us there. Don't forget our podcast network at retroids.com. Don't forget our website at psnation.com with all those sweet, sweet affiliate links, including a new one that we put on there uh, by request. We put a new affiliate link up this week, actually. Uh, i got to go find it here on the website because I, I don't want to screw it up. Uh, so besides uh, Rocketon and beside GameStop and beside uh, Walmart.com and Go Hastings and EA's Origin Store and Rift Tracks and Tiger Direct Canada, we now have a company that does a lot of beer stuff. So if you want to buy a kegerator, if you want to buy some supplies for your kegerator, or if you want to make your own beer, all different si- kinds of stuff like that, it's a company called Micromatic. And we've got a link in our affiliate link section for them as well. Along with all those, obviously the ones that work out the best for us is all the Amazon links we have. So we have one for Italy, Spain, France, Germany, UK, Canada, and of course the US. So click on any of these links if you want to go to those websites to buy anything. You click on that link. 
takes you to the site. None of your prices are different. None of your experience is different. But when you buy something that way, we get a little piece of the pie, and that helps us pay the bills. So it's pretty badass. If you don't want to do any of that stuff, but you still want to help us out, and again, we just bring this up primarily because somebody asked about it. Uh, if you go to our website and go down to the bottom by the uh, Contact Us section, you'll see underneath the Call Me section, you'll see a little Donate button. That's our PayPal link. Uh, you can set up a monthly thing if you want, like a dollar a month. Hey, if everybody listened to this podcast at a dollar a month, Josh and I could quit our jobs. Flat out, we could quit our jobs and just do this full time. That is not a joke. It is not a joke. Uh, for a dollar a month... If every single person that listened to this podcast did that, we could quit our jobs. Uh, but if you want to do that, the option is there. We're not asking you to do that if you don't want to. Uh, but we do appreciate the help, and that does help us pay the bills and, and pay for our trips and everything else that we have to take for, like, E3, which just tapped the hell out of us. Uh, but it, it, it does help. It helps us pay for our web server. It helps us pay for our bandwidth that we need, all kinds of great stuff. So we can't tell you how much we appreciate that, uh, and, and we thank you kindly for that. Uh, what did I miss? We, we talked about the Facebooks. We talked about the, the well, we have the audiblepodcast.com slash psnation. If you want to sign up for that free trial, you get to keep one of the books out of over 150,000 different audiobooks, and you get to keep that book even if you don't stick around for the full 14-day of trial. So it's pretty badass. Uh, but again, thank you so much for listening, folks. Thanks for everything. And, oh, my God, thanks for showing up for the uh, Oddworld stream. I was really freaking out about that one. I didn't know if anybody was going to show up. And the, uh, the, the turnout was amazing. It was outstanding. So... Thank you so much. It really does show that uh, that you guys actually give a shit about some of the stuff we cover. So <laughs> it made me feel a lot better. Uh, and you get to see me die a lot, so it's kind of a double pleasure. Double your fun, double your pleasure. Uh, Josh, you got anything else? No. All right. Well, hopefully next week we'll talk some more Oddworld Noon Tasty with Josh. Uh, maybe get some Josh impressions on that one. And uh, who knows what else we'll talk about next week. It'll be a mystery for all of us. So until then, get out there, play some games. Have a great week. We love you all. Take it easy. Bye. Would you please welcome Sam Kinnison. You're just happy I'm still alive. <laughs> well, I see the party started a little early at some of your places too, huh? You're doing the right thing. Fuck it, man. It's Thursday night. We're about to make it Saturday fucking night. Because none of us are going to work tomorrow. Fuck it! Going in 11 o'clock noon, wrecked, your hair fucked up, your nose bleeding. <laughs> Just look at him and go, oh, what do you expect? I was with him! Oh! Oh! I'm lucky to be alive! Oh! Such a moral push, isn't there in this country? To try and get us to behave. Don't fucking drink and drive. God, they have made such a big fucking deal about this, haven't they?
didn't used to be such a big fucking deal. You had a few drinks, you drove home. Now you're a dick, you know? Now you're a fucking asshole. Child killer, child killer! Attempted manslaughter, attempted manslaughter! You know, like you're going out to your car to go, well, I sure hope I slide into a family of six tonight! I bet you I can pass out before I make the stoplight! Yeah, that's not your fucking attitude. You're doing your best. You know, don't drink and fucking drive. Shit, we don't want to. I mean, you don't get fucked up so you can see how well you do on the test later, you know? But there's no other way to get our fucking car back to the house! How are we supposed to get fucking home, man? We've got to drink and drive. They don't want to accept it. They don't fucking want to accept it. Like, we're all going to ride the bus. Give me a fucking bus pass, all right? Bus pass, please, all right? We're not going to ride the bus. We're going to fucking drink, and we're going to drive, and we're going to pull it off. Because most of us do it every single fucking night. I drink, folks. I won't lie to you. I wait till everything's done, and then I blow my fucking brains out. I drink. I mean, if you're going to drink, once in a while, you got to fucking drink. You just get... No. Now, every once in a while, you got to think about the women that broke your heart and go, Oh, make that two-fifths of Jack Daniels! Yeah, every once in a while, you just got to go... I know, everybody's like trying to be straight now. Doesn't that piss you off, these fucking rock and roll pussies? Yeah, I watch MTV all the time. They have the Rock Against Drug commercials, that whole campaign. And these guys have like, you know, slid into fucking school buses and killed 20 children. You know. Rather than a facial license, they made a public service announcement. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I love these guys. that like, Hello, listen, don't get caught with drugs or you'll have to do a commercial just like this one. I think I found the message. The message is, don't get caught. <laughs> Rock against drugs. What a fucking name. Somebody was high when they came up with this title. Yeah. It's like Christians against Christ. <laughs> Rock created drugs. What are they talking about? They go together, folks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a good role model for impressionable youth. Can't believe it. The guy opens his show with drink and drive. Two drugs.